0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the final Extra Point postseason podcast of the 2018 calendar year. I'm not saying we won't do anything else on football. I'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, I do want to say and thank all of you guys who have participated, made comments, listened, watched, talked to us when we're out uh, and about about uh, how much you appreciate the podcast. There is a lot of work that goes into it and we appreciate these guys. Scott Bernstein, Sean Belisian, Matt Mowry, I'm Lauren Plant, thanks for being here. Kia Tyus is helping to put us on the air today, so we appreciate her for being here. Uh, Real quickly, uh, I wanna read you just a couple things on Lawrence Tech um, because again, now the football season is complete. Uh, This fall was like no other really here at Lawrence Technological University. Uh, After the resurrection of athletics in 2011, it took an additional six years for Tech to Announced the reboot of its football program. Uh, they hadn't sponsored a football program hmm. since 46 uh, When the school was referred to as its original form, which was the Lawrence Institute of Technology uh, This wasn't the first time the administration had decided to bring football back the 46 season was a reboot campaign After it folded in 41 due to a lack of facilities. I'm guessing the war might have played a H- role yeah, in right yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly just for whatever reason it didn't it didn't stick but the landscape obviously, has drastically changed since then, uh, and never before had they sprinted onto the field in front of their fans in Southfield. So uh, Southfield had never played host to a collegiate football game, mm. which is which is kind of cool. Uh, that was until September 1st, 2018. I think 1st, it's really cool. I don't think it's yeah. kind of cool. I think it's, yeah. that's the kind of piece de resistance yes. what we got here. Absolutely. We
1: got a football team in,
0: in Metro Detroit. A college Absol- football team. Absolutely. absolutely. Three home games. Uh, 8,691 fans came to be a part of it. That's awesome. And uh, check it out. Opening victory against the Oakland Golden Grizzlies, of course, uh, started the Blue Devils on a run. They uh, started 5-0, and which uh, in their... Illustrious history. Of football was a record for consecutive wins. Uh, but despite they losing the last three games, including ones off uh, Northern Michigan, who was an NCAA Division II squad, uh, they really had a great year, averaged 41 points a game, which would rank seventh in the NAIA and second in conference if it counted. Their defense ranked number one in the NAIA if stats from all games counted, and that was in yards allowed per game after the first five outings. So, again, a lot of things they could be. Uh, proud of next season they will enjoy full membership in the mid-states football association which has claimed six of the past seven national champions mm. i should say the msfa had three of the eight quarterfinalists this season with saint francis from indiana still playing for its third consecutive national title so lawrence tech's 2019-20 slate will be released later this winter along with the date of the second blue versus white spring game Um, And uh, ticket information will be released ahead of the schedule, so we want to give props to LT football and Lots of great stuff coming ahead. It's great for Oakland County. Yeah, I said before, Metro Detroit. I meant yeah. Oakland County. Yeah. we haven't had college football, you
1: know, yeah. ever, and now, you know, that's my, uh, that's you know, those are my stomping grounds. That's right. I just love it. and It gives another option for all these kids. Uh, uh, it's such a uh, a fertile ground for prospects. Oakland County. Now they have a place where they can you know stay home.
2: That's what I love. I, I love Lauren, to piggyback yeah. on what Bernie was saying. Uh, you know what? There are talented kids playing high school football that we get a chance to see every Friday, and you know what? They get a chance to stay close to home yeah and, yeah, and play for, really, there's a lot of excitement around here and a buzz, and that's what's cool to me, is like, let's keep that going. You yeah, know? one of the things we'll talk about is that Chippewa Valley uh,
0: had a, a bunch of guys here the other day, and we'll explain that why. Uh, Tommy Schuster was one of them he's being recruited right. by LA by uh, LTU he is a quarterback who does not fit the prototypical size and stature that maybe you would have from a college coach. but that kid he just had gets
1: a, it done yeah. amazing season yeah. it's in- and- it's the intangible yes. yeah it's, yes it's a exactly. guy that has the intelligence the heart yes. and the will of a champion and sometimes that really trumps the the 6-4 you know, 215 pound and he had guy all behind that.
0: center. He had all of that. And we'll get into that. So, uh, hey guys, we're also sponsored by the MHSA. Uh, they are a proud sponsor of all the State Champs Network podcasts. We will be with you all winter long with a pair of weekly installments. The Michigan High School Hockey Report features Sean Belisian and John Kidd. High School Hangtime is the basketball podcast that will feature a variety of individuals, including Scott Bernstein and Inside Prep Sports TJ Kelly. Matt Mallory will be along for the ride in our B Camp segment featuring Canton and Westland, uh, former Canton and Westland. John Co- uh, Westland John Glenn coach Dan Young. Also, Hungry Howie's Dough Raiser is the best programming, uh, fundraising program for your school, your organization, your team, or event. Sell paper certificates for Great Hungry Howie's Pizza, it's easy, you can make lots of dough. State Champs is the sole advertising partner for Dough Raiser. so if you visit doughraiser.com and engage in the program, you support State Champs indirectly. Thank you, once again, it's doughrazor.com. Okay, quick breakdown of today's podcast. We're gonna summarize each football state finals game. We're gonna talk about our brand new Mr. Football and Annibal Award winners. So if you don't know, we'll tell you. Uh, it's all over social media if you don't. Uh, but it also be, re- we'll talk about it more on our television show this Sunday. We're gonna hand out some other postseason awards, figuratively speaking, we have no other trophies, just props and shout outs. And uh, Matt and Scott have also created a uh, 22-man All-State Champs team, right? You
3: have it's it with you? 22.
2: Why doesn't that surprise me, right? 22 plus 7. That's <laughs> a
3: lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay.
2: great. Well, I,
1: I kind of formatted it like Matt formatted the uh, awards. Okay. Where it's kind of like okay. multiple options every, right. at each right. position. Well, that's good.
0: More right. love to throw around. All right. Absolutely. Let's get into the state finals recap. Uh, we'll talk about Division 8 first. Uh, and again... The Reading fans, you have to give major props to. As of yesterday, when I looked, we had forty-seven thousand views of their highlight game. Wow, on Stay champs. Way I think it go. was the
3: most read game story as well because yeah. they ate it up. Yeah, because they wanted it. Yeah, yeah, and, they uh, are. It all was well read. It may be a town yep. of
0: two hundred. I know they were all out at Ford Field. Uh, and they beat Beckerwich uh, 39-20. to 20. So a lot of gear. Yes. Yeah. One yes. of those teams was going to end up a first time an undefeated champion. Reading led off the 2018 finals on Friday with an historic accomplishment because of their dominance in the run game that was clear. 296 yards gained on the ground. Uh, and they held the Huskies to a mere 24 and 198 yards of total offense. Who is
2: the only one who took Reading to I pick say. this
0: game? Yes. Uh, <laughs> LP, baby. Guy this guy you
2: know most importantly for that community nobody will ever get your name wrong again no nobody will ever get at least not here not here well you know what and and i think maybe throughout the state as well i mean what a tremendous run as as you mentioned i mean my goodness gracious unbeaten i don't care who you are where you play there's something about that so props to them no doubt
1: reading Props to read, Absolutely. They put a stamp on the season, man. Yeah. I mean, 2018 will be remembered in that city. Uh, yeah, it was a big win. I mean, it was dominant. For Unbeaten a long time.
3: And basically unchallenged. Yeah. There were sure. not any games. Even when they went to play Whiteford, which everybody just kind of penciled it. Yeah. okay, Whiteford will be at Ford Field Absolutely. because they had been such a dominant presence in I D7 did. and D8. We all thought, okay, well, Whiteford's probably not going to run into anybody. And all of a sudden, we looked down at the page and went, oh, Whiteford's not playing anymore. And 28-6 yeah. to 6 was their low output for the season. And after the game, when they were talking about, you know, complimenting the Breckenridge defense and how tough it was, they felt like they got really limited. They scored 39 points, yeah. which is not really all that limited, but they yeah. felt like it compared to the rest of I mean, they yeah. rolled up almost 300 yards on the ground, and they still felt like they were, you know... Mm. They, they followed, gone up us, against
4: they followed the, us up,
3: but we still uh, scored 40. <laughs> right, right. It was just, it was such a dominant performance. And... It, it, you, there's not a whole lot else you can say other about that team other than it was just that, that was impressive so start to your finish. Yeah. Greatest
0: thing about high school football, high school sports, but high school football in particular is, again, they're going to have this as the benchmark. Now, these Absolutely. guys, are, you know, when they get older, they'll never have to buy a drink when they walk right. into the bars and reading. You know, they're always going to remember them. Be grateful. You are the pioneers. You set the stage. We'll see how it moves.
3: Forward. And we we talked about the the storyline being Breckenridge and coming from you know zero and nine in twenty fifteen. Oh yeah,
0: which was amazing.
3: Reading had kind of a similar story that that they were talking about in the post game press conference. In that a couple of years ago they were so down on numbers they just started going, okay, you're on the team and yeah. you're on the team it's and you're on going the team. The yeah. And some of those the kids, hallways. yeah, and some of those kids who started you know who were on the team as freshmen because they had to be. Right. Are now playing, you know, and playing for and winning a state That's title, awesome. and it was it was one where they, you know, they were probably right on that border of do we drop down to to uh, eight man football eight-man. or do we stay you know eleven man just because yeah, of the sure. the numbers, sure. and then a couple years later, you know, now that those those kids got all the experience and went through the wars and. It was also kind of funny that uh, they were one of the ones where they had a, a quarterback guarantee last year. Uh, Price their quarterback guaranteed that they would play in Ford Field and and made it. For this up. season? Yep. Yes.
2: Well done.
1: Thriving. Yeah. That
3: program is well thriving.
1: Well done, and it's it's a uh, it's a uh, quite an accomplishment. And like you said, something that, that these kids will be able to. Yeah carry with them the rest of their lives. Well, speaking of
0: thriving, you could say that about Warren D. LaSalle. They are thriving. This is their second straight Division II state championship. What a defense. What a defense. Yeah, they beat Muskegon, Mona Shores, 29-16. Yeah, they were locked down, and Mona Shores had not been locked down this season. Uh, They were
1: averaging 47 points per game.
0: Right, right. Right. And Mike Giannoni now is... the only coach Rota to win was. football mm-hmm. championships at two schools, mm-hmm. and uh, he he's also, went yep, he went back to back, so he's Both. undefeated, he's 4-0 when he gets to the titles, uh, and uh, I can say for the record that Sean was the only one that thought, and to, uh, I'm going to call myself out, because you know, that, yeah. you know
2: what I did, I, I went offense over defense, yeah. shame on me, because yeah. when we were here last week, we were talking about yeah. the two games that I had seen D. LaSalle yeah. play, that, that I was part of the broadcast, yes, you were. they had shutouts. Yeah, shame on me, I right? Know. But you know, I mean, I really thought, all jokes aside, yeah. uh, uh, Brosma and and obviously Sincere Dent were. It seemed like it was building to, to a crescendo, but uh, what's the old adage? Defense wins championships, and that defense was just as stout as can be. And and, and to see Sincere Dent, who is a large, a amazing, large. big yeah. and
0: yeah. he runs downhill with and and the way that d and this is a, again a credit to Giannoni and their scheme, the way they they swarm and tackle gang tackle um yeah i mean it's like every time it's like it's like i, I compare it to like a t-rex and raptors you know what i mean <laughs> all, all getting around and just leaping on their back and taking and taking down the, right? yeah. the big tyrone yeah. Rex. that's, that's not,
2: not calling them little just yeah. in their approach yeah the strategic uh way they play defense. the pack They're i mean packs. really it's the pack yeah
3: Kid you not, walking around uh, Ford Field, and I was down on the field all weekend shooting pictures, and as I'm walking around to the sideline, I had a security guard stop me. And of course, at first, I'm like, okay, do I have my credential on? Am I okay? Yeah. He goes, do you know all these players? Yeah. Who's 44? Like, that's sincere dent. Right. Where's he going to school? Yeah. And I'm like, well, he has a couple offers, and he didn't, you know, until he blew up this season. he goes, shut up. I know. know. Yeah, it's it is. When you look at him, he was like, he's a man. He's yeah. a brick house. Yeah, he is, he is. And, he is. He, and and the way he played this year, if some, if if coaches pass on him, shame on them. But he's going to go someplace, and he's going to make a coaching staff. Oh, and by the way,
0: here, he, yeah, had ten, he had ten he had ten tackles. from he plays yeah. both ways. Yeah. Right.
3: Ironman football. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and speaking of linebackers, Jacob Dobbs. Oh, I was going to say Jacob oh, yeah, Dobbs,
4: Dobbs had, had a
2: day.
0: torn at MCL.
3: Yep,
1: he missed two or three games this year. Was playing without it <laughs> with a with a uh, torn MCL. Came in, had w- really one of the the great performances Absolutely. at Ford Field from the defensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, he's a black. And high, scored a touchdown. Yeah, yes. and <laughs> caught a forty-four <laughs> <Yeah>. yard touchdown. <laughs> right. You know, I call him like a. a you know, he's a he's a uh, uh, you know a. Um,
0: he's a the, throwback. He's nice. a, a yeah. Matt Millen yep. from back in the day. Yep. For those who don't remember, Matlin was a football right. player, tremendous yeah. football player, <laughs>
1: tremendous. Yeah, he's a black he's yeah. a black eyed yeah. pea special because he brings that boom boom power. Yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. sixteen yeah. tackles. Yeah, um, like you yeah. said, he caught a 44, 44 yard touchdown and was just really imposed his will on that game. He's one of and the then,
3: emotional leaders of that team. And then too, Devin right?
1: Campbell, uh, his running mate in in, in the uh, on the linebacking court, he had ten tackles. Yeah. And,
0: um, he's, on the, Mary, he's on the Josh outside. Josh made a yeah. nice yeah. play for them, yeah. of course. All the, all the guys stepped up. Yep.
1: Campbell's on the outside. Uh, Dobbs is in the middle. Yep. And uh, that is uh, that is a dynamic duo of, of linebackers.
0: Yeah, and I don't see them going anywhere. Mm. I mean, they have s- established themselves now, I think, as, you know, the uh, the preeminent right now. in the cat. Now, granted, Catholic Central's not going to go away. They're going to no. get stronger. I think Brother Rice is going to get better. They right. kind of had it down here. And Orchard Lake St. Mary's is, well, usually just give them a few years and they're going to figure it out and have some stud athletes that come in and make them great so central division just year in year just just not go away St. Mary's just had a dry spell yeah they have yeah they they have Alright, well, uh, dominance again included in the Division 6 game, and that was Jackson, Lumen Christie all over Montague. Uh, very similar to how they beat Montrose the week before, uh, and it was 42-28, to 28, uh, a first-time accomplishment to their long history, a three-peat mm-hmm. for the first time. Uh, they held Montague to 14 points over the game's first 45 min- minutes, Titans ran for 348 yards, huh. Nick Thomas gained 249 of them, scored twice on the ground to go with his team high 10 tackles and he had two sacks as well we all took lumen Christie in this one it was interesting it started out just the way the Montrose game did where Montague went down and scored yeah. and it looked like you know and this was again Jackson lumen Christie last year ha- last week happened with Montrose first time they would ever trailed and it's just like okay we've seen kind of what you've done now we'll make the adjustments and then we will now um impose our will
3: And we've called them before. They're a machine. They Mm -hmm. really are. They're very, they're so, they're balanced. They have all kinds of weapons. And you saw it wasn't just, even though Nick Thomas had the 249 yards, it wasn't just him. I mean, there were big plays all over the the place for that offense. And it's like, okay, well, at, at that point, you're getting to the pick your poison stage. Do you stop? You know, if you can, do you stop the run, which it's been hard for people to do or do you stop the passing game or you know it's it's a lot of weapons and a lot of things so it's not like you can just focus on one guy no. with them ever no.
2: it snatches your soul too when you watch a team run like that you know not, as a team but then yeah. when one guy keeps coming at you really yeah. it goes inside you grabs your soul yep. yes. and just takes the fight out of you yes. I mean and kind that's, of like the
0: Michigan-Ohio State
2: game yeah I mean that, <laughs> well, that too yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we could, could have, have some fun <laughs> with that. Yes, we could.
0: <laughs> <Just> pour <laughs> some salt in that <laughs> wound. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, yes, exactly. And uh, her broken after the game. Uh, it's funny because I was when I was interviewing him, I saw he had this like old getup on, and his hat looks. I was like, you know, how long have you had that? Do you like wear that hat once? And he's like, I've had this hat since like the '95 championship game, and same shirt. Right. And you Too when you really cool. examined it, yeah, yeah. he wears Too it cool. for every game, and that's their 11th state title. Yep. So they're they're the one school that really is now approaching Farmington Hills Harrison, who can no longer increase their title right. uh, championship, So they will stop at 14. Um, the way he's going, and again, he's—he, you know—I have no idea how old he is, but he seems as energized and as Certainly. fired up as ever. So, uh, who knows, man? We might be—he's uh, t- talking you know, about that uh, the, in a the few true years gems from. on the yeah.
1: sidelines in in uh, in the state of Michigan, and a guy that really you know. Maybe doesn't get the the type of recognition yeah, that John Harrington or Ficassa, but he's right up there. He's yeah. on that Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah of yep. those
0: top five that are left in the you know of all time wins, he's like fifth, like I think. Fifth, yeah. But uh, he still he can probably finish with maybe third mm-hmm. uh, in terms of wins. Uh, he's, he never gonna, he's never certainly
3: finished. He's never going to
0: catch Harrington or, or no. Ficassa. But he not can, for wins, but, but he
3: could for titles.
0: He will. He yeah. could for titles. Yes. Yeah. For wins, though, he could. I think the one guy's in front of him right now is Mike Boyd.
3: Yeah. Who yeah. is? And I think
0: is only about twelve ahead yeah. of him right now, so he can get there uh, within uh, the next couple years. So we'll see. But good on Jackson Christie, The nightcap on Friday. were Edwardsburg and Chelsea, and uh, I know Scotty. Go, go Eddies. I know you yeah. thought that Chelsea was going to be able to give them a run, kind of a magical run for them, uh, but the Eddies played like the Eddies have played all year. Uh, And I think it was losing last year to Grand Rapids Catholic Central. Uh, They had a chance to go through Catholic Central to get to Ford Field, which I think just set them up to say that they were gonna just do what they do. 382 yards uh, for the offense, uh, rushing all four scores. Uh, Defense got uh, its season points allowed average
2: to 9.9 per game after holding Chelsea to its fewest since 2014. Yeah, Team of Destiny. Yeah. I, honestly, I mean, as cheesy and, and trite as it sounds, I, I, I think Team of Destiny. Yes. I don't want to take away from Chelsea's run, though. Right. That, that's I thought they were. On, I thought cool. they were on such a roll. That's they were pretty right. stinking cool to
1: t- t- uh, uh, to put that upset on the board. But you know, it, like I said, tip of the hat to Edwardsburg yep. and those Eddies played some really really fine football.
3: Yeah, it, Edwardsburg ended up seven hundred and five points scored on the season. That's Jeez. a lot, and and. Even just talking to some of the kids, I talked to Trey Harvey, the quarterback, after the game, and I asked him that question. What, what we were just talking about with Lumen Christie. when you pound and pound and pound and, po- I said, can you feel defenses just sort of sag? And he said, Yeah, the holes get bigger. You know, they don't hit as hard. We wear them and, down. Yeah, he just, it's down. just yeah. it's just one of those endurance contests at that point. And we talked about that 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 having gotten face. CC last year and then getting them in the semifinals. you can go one of two ways after a game like that. You can either have it be, ooh, yeah, past them, and not, then right. not be prepared for the next one, yeah. or it could be the pulling the cork of yeah. the, you know, and now the, the stopper's out, and and They'd been knocking on the door for this basically the second half of this last sure. decade. Yeah. They'd been right there, and then they just finally kicked the door in. And now, you know, it, it's it'd been a long time coming for that program, kind of building that. Somebody somebody uh, co- joking around with, with Coach Barts after the game said, well, you finally got it. And he said, yeah, 24 years in. Yeah. But, you know, it's one of those, sometimes it takes a while. And he said, a lot of teams never Ever get here, and they've been—they've been right on the precipice, and now they've got theirs. And it's—it's—it's it's, it's another one where it's cool to see a little town like that where you know they're gonna love these kids forever mm-hmm. just because they finally did something that nobody else had done.
0: We've had such a shuffling of the deck as far as divisions go, and yeah. where these teams fall into it. You know, Edwards are bringing in Division Four now. Yeah. It's like you know, that's almost like a big school. Right. You know, well, a couple years ago they it.
3: played Muskegon in the semis on yeah, the last that's yeah, right. three. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Football is a game of attrition, and yep.
1: when you're uh, prime physically like Edwardsburg are Edwardsburg is, yes. and you have the endurance factor, then you know you're going to be the you're going to be the team standing in the fourth quarter, no
0: doubt. And you're right.
1: not you're and you're going to get stronger as the game goes on, as opposed to
0: weaker. All right, we're going to take our first time out. when we come back. We're going to talk the Saturday finals, so that's the odd division. So stay with us. Extra point. We'll be right back.
3: My passion is architecture. I don't want to sit around passively studying. I need to create.
5: In our architecture studios at Lawrence Tech, we collaborate with students, faculty, and professionals from around the world. And from day one, we design using the same industry standard software the architecture firms use. I really feel like I'm designing my own future here. Lawrence Tech, possible is everything. Today we'd like to tell you about the MHSA Scholar-Athlete Award presented by Farm Bureau Insurance. For nearly 30 years, the Scholar-Athlete Award has honored some of the state's top student-athletes with $1,000 college scholarships. And over that time, Farm Bureau Insurance has presented over $700,000 in scholarships. To qualify, one must be a senior graduating this year from an MHSA member school and have won at least one varsity letter in an MHSA tournament sport. Applicants must also be carrying a 3.5 grade point average in the classroom. Entries are judged on a sportsmanship essay, involvement in extracurricular activities, some short answer questions, and letters of recommendation. Students must submit their applications by November 30th, and all scholarship recipients are honored in March at the MHSAA Boys Basketball Finals. If you want to learn more about the Scholar-Athlete Award, visit the MHSAA website.
4: You ready, Darius?
0: Let's do it.
5: Ooh. Anybody want to an autograph?
3: Autograph? We're here for the stuffed crust pizza.
5: Stuffed crust pizza?
0: Hey,
5: what do you think you are? in the line,
0: pal. Flavor fanatics love stuffing their faces with our stuffed flavored crust. Get one for only $2 more on any large original round pizza. Hungry? Howie! Welcome back to State Champs Extra Point. This is the Extra Point Podcast. We've got Scott Bernstein, Sean Belisian, Matt Mowry. I'm Lauren Plant here. We just went through all the Friday editions of the state finals. So if you missed any of this uh, podcast, of course, go back and check it out. Uh, And uh, all the games, too. If you want to check out the highlights, of course, all of it's on our State Champs YouTube page, our State Champs Facebook page. There are links through Twitter. Uh, all kinds of good stuff, all kinds of finals-related content at our website, statechampsnetwork.com. Matt and Scott are always working feverishly, throwing up new content about all kinds of stuff that's going on, including uh, some recent basketball things that are happening. So uh, make sure you go to statechampsnetwork.com and uh, just bookmark it and just check it once a day because there's always new good stuff. And always that's keep, you know,
1: keeping up with football recruiting. Yes. Because football mm-hmm. recruiting doesn't stop. It goes through yeah. the yes. offseason. Yes, and, yeah. and yeah. I will talk
0: about that yeah. in a little bit about a show that we're going to do uh, that these guys don't even know what we're going to do. So that's uh, uh, one of those things we do we just kind of like to get it out there and we'll talk about it in the open air uh let's go to division seven the first game on saturday the 10 a.m matchup which was new lothrop and madison highest scoring game in yes.
1: state finals history yep.
0: 50 to 44 was the final new lothrop wins this one matt even though he was coughing all that uh, last <laughs> in week. In between the <laughs> coughs, I got the yeah, pick he, out He regularly. actually was able to say <laughs> the words. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That, uh, he, he, he thought New Lothrop uh, could win this again. Yeah, highest of all time. Neither team had been to a finals in 12 years. Yep. Uh, Madison was seeking its first championship. New Lothrop held on for its second st- uh, second title. Quarterbacks Avery Moore and Austin Brown match scores. Shootout. Much in yeah. the second yep. half. It was crazy. Uh, but again, props go to new Lothrop for, for pulling this one out. And, uh, again, as well as Austin Brown played and he did the one we, Avery Moore, who we did not yep. talk about enough this we year. We talked
3: about it on our That's podcast good. that That's right the up. day after that, uh, that, that Avery year. Moore was, yes. was, was one of those guys you have to, and, and like you said, next year, you're going to have to watch out for him because yes. he's not going to have the same weapons as he had this year. Right. I believe Will on, uh, graduates and I know Aiden Harrison does, Right. um, Aiden Harrison, who, by the way, is going off to Missouri. Yeah. Yes. And you showed why. Yes. That was was the difference in the game because... That was the the
0: kickoff return, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, yep. he's big, too. Big game. Game. I can't big believe how big he is and how fast he could be. But, yeah, that was He a was,
1: came over from Washington, and he's yep. going to go play uh, safety in, yep. the, in yep. the SEC. Yeah.
3: He was the guy that, that, that Madison was so worried about, and that's kind of why they were playing off a little bit, and they were, they were concerned about the passing game of Moore throwing it to, to Harrison. So they were definitively saying, okay, we're taking away the pass. Let's see if you can run. Question answered. Yes, yeah. uh, they had no yeah. problem with that. Right. You know, it was a lot of Harrison on jet sweeps, and on up the middle, and Avery Moore on the little RPOs, and and it was they. But that we kind of pegged this as this could possibly be the most hotly contested yeah. and exciting game of of the entire weekend. Yes, we and do. barring a late two point conversion attempt in a different game, we're going to talk about right. in a minute. This was right down to the end of the of the game, and you got you got to give props to you know. New Lothrop's offense for oh. being able to outslug a very, very prolific Madison offense that we've been talking a lot about all year long. And,
2: and you know what, we had talked in previous weeks too about the job they were doing defensively. Absolutely. And, and really yep. giving them the pat on the back. I mean, because yep. obviously everybody's going to talk about Austin. I think we, we all know that. But defensively, they were doing the job. So, yeah. I mean, that's some kind of special by New Lothrop. But no no doubt about that. Absolutely.
1: You know, also, I also just want to um, talk a, a little bit about Avery Moore's versatility because yeah. it wasn't just as a quarterback; he was no, playing he, oh, on defense. Did, yep. And then the very end of the game, when um, Madison pulls within six, yeah. and Madison ne- and Madison needs uh, to, to recover an onside kick to have a chance to to win the game. Avery Moore right. on the hands on the hand team the hand recovers team, yep. the uh, recovers that onside kick and, and to clinch the victory. So just a, a, a real memorable performance by Avery Moore. He's a junior. He's coming back.
3: A big kid too. Yeah. yeah.
1: So and just very humble in that press okay. conference, just okay. really wanted to give all the uh, props and, and all yeah. the the, uh, the the love to his teammates.
0: And like you said, the, being a, a playoff win can be your catalyst. Well, beating right. Paywama Westphalia yeah. for New Lothrop was really it. Where we all, I mean, I think we all picked Paywama. You I think have, we did. I you think. might have picked New Lothrop, yep. but uh, you know because they were been playing so well, and that was yeah. the team you expected to be there. And And one more quick uh, end note uh,
1: from that game. Austin Brown, um, All State quarterback the last two years, player of the year in Division 7, Division 8, had over 400 yards combined in that game, six touchdowns. Sometime earlier this week, he decommitted. He had been committed to go play uh, football and baseball at Marshall. He was accepting a baseball scholarship and was going to uh, be a preferred walk-on on the Thundering Herd football team. He's reopened up his recruiting, so he's back on the board now for uh, the, the 2019 uh, uh, recruiting crop. And uh, I think he's he's now kind of yeah. went from uh, it was going to be football college to then it was going to be baseball college. Now I think it's going to be back at football. Do you have a gut
2: uh, gut feeling maybe where it might
1: end? He's a big I, kid. I get the feeling that he's going to end up either in the MAC or in the Ivy League. Okay. He's got a couple uh, – uh, I know he's got Cornell. Um, I believe Dartmouth um, have offered him. And then uh, in the MAC, I know Akron and a couple other uh, schools from the MAC have offered him. So mm. okay. opened up the recruiting, and you know now it's, uh, it's uh, free reign to come after Austin Brown again.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I think we're going to see some other uh... – movement when it comes to uh, recruits and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how we'll that Finn maybe? Yeah, we'll yeah possibly. Alright, uh, Chip Valley and Clarkston got together Jeez. and this was what we thought it would be. Uh, <laughs> I had a blast shooting this game, it was a lot of fun and uh, it was really um, uh, a great environment. Uh, huge Clarkston contingent, huge Chippewa Valley contingent were there. Uh, both teams just kind of slugging it out, 31-30 ended up being the final. Uh, Considering we came off a three to two divisional game, Cornell and Dart. Okay. Sorry. Considering we came off a three to two game the year before, uh, which you know did not have a lot of drama. Although defensively, it was just because you were expecting something to happen. Um, Chippewa Valley got its first title since 2001. Uh, Big Reds uh, stopped a go ahead two point conversion by Clarkson. 23 seconds left to seal the win, uh, and they were leading uh, by 14 points three times over the final three quarters. So, Chip Valley had this thing, and then Clarkston just came back.
2: They almost uh, went Clarkston. Uh, I mean, they came this close to going Clarkston. They really
3: did. Dare I say the best performance by a team wearing a wing helmet over the weekend? Yes.
0: You would be absolutely number I think, number think I'm accurate. accurate. That's, no, that's number, number two, Dave. at home, that's, that's right. number
2: two. Yes,
1: absolutely. This Chippewa uh, Valley team, though, it, unbelievable. It, it, they're, they're really one for the ages. Yeah. And when you're talking about uh, Metro Detroit and Macomb <laughs> County, you're going to be, uh, this, team, this team's going to be remembered. Um, playmakers, uh, great coaching. Obviously, Scotty uh, uh, Merchant has done a great job over there. And, uh, you know, when you're talking about quarterbacks, you know, Tommy Schuster, state record, 13 for 13. I think it was 14
0: for 14. 14 for yeah. 14. Yeah, wow. Which is a record for, yeah, accuracy, accuracy. by yep. more than 12 passes. Yeah, so yes.
1: And uh, then you got, you know, Marcel Lewis. Yep. Who we'll yep. talk about a little yep. bit later yep. the linebacker going to michigan state javon yep. kimpson um who's going to the mac as a cornerback he had a pick he he, he picked off uh, jake jensen from clarkston and then david, david, ellis. david ellis man what what, what to say what, what can 47 you say about
0: seconds it? left in the half and they kicked him mm. at the end of the first I not half say that
3: was the differentiator that, between the two teams that yes.
0: was the difference uh and he <laughs> took it to the house whatever it was 90 plus yards uh, it was really, um, again, I when that happened and you go into the lot, because Chip Clarkson had just scored, yeah. you know what I mean? And they had, it was an impressive it's drive. Such, you know? a and, oh such a momentum killer. Oh my god. Such a momentum killer. it was just like, once we saw that, it was like, uh, here we go. And uh, Chip Valley is now super energized when they yep. came out. But again, you got five more minutes on the clock. Who knows who's going to yeah, win that right. game? They're going to they're going to just slugfest because you got to give the wolves credit. I think there was two forty eight left on the clock when they got the ball mm-hmm. on their own, like ten or 12, or fifteen yard line. It was a cl- and, it was a classic drive. Yeah, yeah they just drove yeah. it all the way down the field and uh, and scored on fourth down. Yep. I would say a little swing pass yep. uh, that uh, was caught and then uh, stepped into the end zone. Uh, just couldn't just, execute the
1: two point conversion, yeah. and I know there are some people um out there in, in the Twitter sphere right, and then right. should they have and, kicked. And, you know, talking to talking about whether or not that they agree with Kurt Richardson's decision to go for two. But you know, I and if, if I'm if I'm putting myself in Kurt Richardson's head, I'm saying we shouldn't be here. Right. Mm-hmm. No, th- th- yeah. no
2: one expects us to be and playing with right, house of yeah. money my Yeah, That's my money. We've won it, it, several before. We're yeah. going to control like, our own destiny. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, honestly, this is up to us right yeah. now. We need two and a half
0: yards. And I, they lined up and they called time out. Right. So they had a lot right. of time to think about this. And they came out and, and said, I, dang, it, dang there it, was we're
1: little, doing it. There was a little historical precedent. I wrote about it in my weekly column for the Oakland Press. Uh, back in 1999, I know we're talking 19 yeah. years ago, but in a regional championship game against Dakota, it was like a—I I think the final was 57-56. It was a ridiculous uh, offensive uh, firework display between both those teams. Kurt Richardson, last play of the game, decided to go for two. Um, I, it was—I think it was an overtime—decided to go for two, and uh, the 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 man that now runs the offense for Clarkson, Ryan Call. Um, was the quarterback, and he found Rocky London in the back of the end zone for the for the two point conversion and the win to send him to the semifinals, where they ended up losing to Ike. Right. But uh, you know, so he he had he had been there before yeah. in a big game, had rolled the dice before, had come had come out ahead, uh, and I think he was thinking, hey, you know, let's, let's try it again. And he had no, he was someone that <coughs> when you asked him in the press conference, uh, uh, you know, about that about the call, you know, no regrets, none. Didn't to see that oh, in the God. handshake God. line.
3: He no. was going through the Hell handshake yeah. line like. Eh. Congrats! We, you know, we yeah. did what we were gonna do. Yeah, and it was not like it was not like he was you know sitting on the sidelines with his head in his hands. Well, exactly.
0: Yeah. And Chip Valley loses so many valuable seniors that were yeah. so huge to that lineup. Again, this was their year to do it. While
2: Clarkson has a ton oh, to coming back. they are. Think about how good they were this year and what they might be next year. It's kind of frightening. Not that I mean, look, they've been pretty close to a dynasty anyway. Yeah. If we're gonna be honest, you know, four
1: but, appearances in the last six years at yeah. Ford Field. Yeah. But with Chip, I mean, it's like everything you expected them to do in 2018, yeah.
3: they went out and did yeah, in every phase. Every they phase. they won in offense, they yeah. won with defense, yeah. they won with special teams. Yeah. It was like there was not a, there was not an Achilles' heel on this team
0: at the Division
1: One level. Right. No weaknesses right. and uh, great leadership yeah. and playmaking across the board. And I just want to say one more thing about David Ellis. This kid had, you know, one of uh, a senior year that can marvel or sorry that can equal. Right. You know, any senior year we've seen from big-time players uh, over the uh, over the last handful of years, and just a guy that really had, had a perfect senior campaign. That's a big statement, Absolutely. too. Yep. And uh, a guy that was a, you know, a good player, was thought of as a good player, was, was, a, was a, a, a MAC recruit, yep. and he went in and, and, and said, I'm a big-time player. Yeah. 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 I'm not just a good and, player. I'm yeah. a great player. And I'm one of the best wide receivers, one of the best kick returners yeah. in the state. And he went out and proved Very it. Very much like oh. Josh DeBerry's season yeah. was. Yeah. You know yeah.
0: what I mean? Like, you may not be talking a whole lot about me, but I'm going to go out and I'm going to prove it. And I'm going to do it in the most critical
1: moments De, with possible. De, with DeBerry's, though, I I think it was more of the the experts were sleeping on DeBerry. Because DeBerry okay. had this kind of year last year. Okay. With Ellis, Ellis was like, you knew about Ellis you know, last year, you, you kind of paid attention to him, right. but it wasn't like he was doing anything last year that made you think okay. that he was going to have the year Understood. he had. They, they also had the some skill position players that to,
3: he, sort of, he yeah, supplanted because they, they had more wide receivers that, yeah. last yeah. year than they did this year.
1: And, but with Ellis, you know, he went in and, and said, you know, I'm a Big Ten level player, and he's going to Indiana now, and, and you know, he can, he can compete with any okay. wide receiver that's going to the Big Ten right now.
0: But again, also, if you want to give DeBerry a few more props, you can say that... The fact that he wasn't on the radar of all the coaches, especially, you know, they're going to game plan for him, and yet they still couldn't stop yep. him because they saw what he had done last year while Ellis was all of a sudden a
2: surprise. And,
1: right. and deberry has been very patient, very deliberate in his recruiting, and I think that should be um, something that people look to as kind of a the way it should go down, in my opinion. I, I just think that, you know, if, if you don't want the scholarships that are being offered to you, Then go out and prove that you're worth bigger scholarships and don't go somewhere you don't want to go because that's where you end up with transfers and and you know he didn't he doesn't necessarily want to play in the mac he wants to play bigger uh uh, bigger level football he got a wake forest offer i think he's uh going to wake forest this weekend to visit and i just wouldn't be shocked if some big ten schools come in before signing day and he ends up signing to go to the big ten sure
0: Let's move on. Division 5. Another one that you can put the feather in this cast. I, this was the and stunner that, to me. That was Hudsonville, Unity right. Christian. Yeah. You talk about a team of dynasty. lp has been on them all year. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just
2: like an angel on the, the <laughs> back. <and> riding <laughs> the Crusaders. Even if you took over in the
3: games, they lost. I, yeah.
2: Listen, I don't want to be disrespectful to Unity Christian you when margin. I say yeah, this. Yeah. The, the shocker is not that they won. It's the margin. It is. I mean, yeah. that was... That, that was the stunner to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, Portland had been rolling as well. And, you know, I, I thought in particular it was that win against Frankenmuth that kind of yeah. yeah, made yeah. my... But to beat them, that 42-7, to seven, 42 I don't to think seven. anybody saw that.
3: There were two very similar teams. in We I almost I joked last week that this game could be over in 27 minutes because they both wanted <laughs> to right. run the ball yeah, exactly. every single time. But whichever team was going to be able to stop the other team's rush game was going to win. And that's exactly what Unity Christian did. Yeah. They they stymied the—which the, the, is—that's that that's the thing that Portland was built on was that run game, and they couldn't run the ball. I and would, it was like over. As soon as they couldn't run the ball, it was shot. over. Yeah, well, I, was, yeah, I, was, by,
1: next to I was by the locker room as Portland was filtering in after the game. They were thunderstruck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were just—they just, no were yep. scratching their heads being like, what just happened? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I could hear them kind of talking to each other, and I, I remember— or one said to the other said did you think they were did you think that they were this good and the right. other one said i didn't i Not saw them right. on tape i didn't think this was
3: going to happen yep. and yeah. it's it's one where they had been the bullies in every game they've been in pretty much all season long able to dictate you know the way the game went the tempo. flow of the game tempo time of possession all of those things and they could do none of them and really i mean they hadn't had to pass that much this year so it wasn't a strength yeah. and once they got that far behind it was like They were dazed
1: going into that locker room. Gaping holes too for some of those runs.
0: 279 yards rushing as a team for Unity Christian. Their first title, first finals appearance, uh, playoff run that saw them defeat three teams ranked among the top six Mm -hmm. at the end of the regular season. So they had the experience. You know they they just had uh, you know again put themselves on 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 a on a mountain and just just rode that well, wave it was and, like a s-
3: tidal wave. yep and they loved being the underdog and oh, it was yeah. constant that that you know their coach would even remind them yeah. nobody's picking you yep. no dare I say sick except like yeah. <laughs> he didn't mention you by name yeah. in the press oh, conference though bad. I should have I should have said but Lauren but yeah, Lauren. Exactly yeah. <laughs> Lauren just said a wave dare I yeah. say a tsunami of swagger
1: yeah. Yeah. but I the did. unity <laughs> Christian guys yeah. just uh just, you know, uh, we're, we're just all about moxie and, and coming out there and, and, and showing what they're all about. I mean, 28
2: right. nothing like, off the yeah. bat. Jeez. Just, just. And
3: this is a tiny team. I mean, yeah. this is a team that literally, in practice, could not hit because they didn't want to injure their key players. Mm. Yeah. So they would do, you know, the kind of the run-throughs yeah. and the two-hand touch throughout the season because they didn't have enough yeah. kids yeah. to do, you know, so... I don't know if that maybe kept them fresher or if well, that's yeah, something. They were but, fresh. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they, were they were fresh they and they, had, were, they were
0: fierce. It was yes. like three plays and then it was like, boom, they were yep. in the end zone. I mean, first drive immediately that's and it just yep. never stopped.
3: And the Portland coaching staff said this is the most athletic team by far that they'd played. It Just yeah. a lot of... Long, lean, tall kids. Not any huge kids. They were a third
0: place team, too. They were, because we talked about that all season
3: long behind Zealand East and Zealand West. They lost to both of them, but those are both, you know, D3, D3 teams, I think.
0: Yeah. Um, Yes.
3: And this is a D5 team, obviously. So they hung with both of those teams. So certainly it was,
0: yeah. And and that just just makes you better. And and there's there's something for.
3: Extraordinary
1: effort in this playoffs by uh, Unity Christian, and and you just. uh, you know what? 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 What else is there to say yep. except you, know, you, you got the ship?
0: Yep. Yeah. you're bringing
1: the ship. You're bringing the ship home out to the west side of the state yes. and just kind of further bolstering what's turned into a lot of really good football on the west side of the yes. state. And
0: speaking of extraordinary, mm. that would be the Division Three game and how that one turned out, which none of us saw. Oh, yeah. And uh, there was a one gentleman. Uh, and I forget how, the, could he, I, how could you? I know, seen it? but I forget the the publication he works for. Like he's out there shooting D one Freak, or he's one of those guys. And uh, we always see each other at games. And uh, and he told me at one o'clock before the D one game, he's like, "I'm telling you, King's gonna win this game. This is their house, yep. and uh, you know they they win here. And um, you know, forget everything you've seen. Or they're gonna show up and they're gonna get it done. And I was like. You know, I'd like to think you're right. I say I just can't when you got see the it.
1: Best quarterback
0: in the state. But mm-hmm. you give yourself a leg up. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, well, you uh, could argue that Muskegon I, had it. I, but, I would have liked right. to have, in hindsight now, because uh, the final score of this one was 41-25, King beating Muskegon. I would have liked to have seen the. I would have liked to watch the tape of the second game more when they lost to him 24-21, right. just to kind of see the matchups and see how it was. But nobody um, would have. <laughs> figured that they would outgain the bid reds 400 to 315 when it came to total yards. Because we said, if Jaquan Finn and King are going to beat, they're going to have to score a ton because we know that Muskegon... And they did. And they did. And Muskegon, you know, 25 is like low for them. Very. Uh, But uh, it was really cool seeing two Final Four candidates going head to head in the final
2: game of the season. You know, it's it's, it's amazing to me because... (laughs) Hindsight being 22, we should have seen it coming. And here's what I mean by that. Um, two years ago when King won the championship, they did it for their coach who passed away, as, yep, as we yes. well know. And yeah, I remember ta- and, yeah. and I remember right. talking to coach last year before the De La Salle game and he said, we got the one, now we gotta get one for ourselves." Yeah. This is a year in the making. Right. Yeah. There was the chip on the shoulder from getting beat last year by a point against DLS. Yeah. Then, then you get beat by Muskegon earlier this year. Yeah. So there were two chips on each shoulder it being twenty twenty, and then you should have seen it we should have seen this guy no, they they really the i mean sell title a year ago but yeah but this was like it. shame on me I, I yeah you know honestly because it, daquan finn just had a phenomenal and phenomenal. the game within the game really was this was cam
1: martinez versus daquan finn for mr football yep mm-hmm. it really was it really was it down. no Never
2: you're not. right
3: well no, the other the other game within the game is that You knew that no one with that huge offensive line that Muskegon had was completely going to stymie that running attack. What they did though is they made sure that those five yard and six yard runs were not 50 and 60 yard runs. Mm -hmm. And also they made sure that, that with the exception of the one drive in the third quarter, they did not just suck the air out of the ball and possess it and possess it and possess it. There were times where King was like, all right, go score. So we can get the ball back and we can score again. And they played little mind games like that. But having said that, there was nothing the Muskegon defense did to stop Finn. They could have, realistically, uh, this was a 16-point game. There were some points in the fourth quarter where they probably could have added on some more points and made it a a wider margin, which, again, as we said a couple minutes ago about the other game, I don't think anybody, I I think we all thought King had the pieces that they conceivably could win. I don't think any of us thought that it was a 16 point win i don't think that we thought that it would be as lopsided as it was i mean there was the one point we were talking to penny boone who had a breakout game i was, and just, had, I, had, I was
1: just about to say i yeah. think this was penny boone kind of announcing oh his God. candidacy yep. for 2019 mr football yep. I mean, with, with with the kind of performance he had
3: in crunch time. Yeah, well, he's still going to have a, a challenge from Cam Martinez, so yeah. we ain't going he away either. I'm <laughs> saying yeah. Cam, I see. I'm not oh, saying No, absolutely, anything. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was a point where I think they were just trying to run the ball and, and turn some time off the clock. And he said, I was just trying to hold on to the ball. And all of a sudden, big holes he parted. Are and he's like, up. okay, well, I'm going to go score then. Yeah. So, yeah, and he I think it was a 52-yard touchdown yeah, yeah. run. Yeah. And it was it, it was just... I mean, you knew there was luck on their side when, in the fourth quarter, Daquan Finn throws a slant pattern that the DB gets his hands on and legitimately could have picked off and just can't clamp it. And it goes up in the air right to the intended yep. receiver. And you're like, okay, it's right. not happening. And it's not, it's not only not that, where on Cam, this,
0: one of the few times he throws the ball, he's got a guy wide yeah. open for a touchdown and he
3: drops, and he drops things, it. So. Yep.
0: Sometimes that's just the way the game is. DeQuan
1: Finn is a Michael Jackson special. He's a thriller. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: No so, we, so let's hold that thought because we're going to talk about uh, DeQuan and another young gentleman in just a bit. We're going to take one more timeout, so stick around. Extra point return.
5: I want to be a dermatologist, and though a lot of universities tried to recruit me for basketball, Lawrence Tech had the science curriculum that I wanted. LTU's Southfield campus is a great place to learn, and the classes are small enough that I don't have to wait for office hours to talk to my professors. They're usually right by my side, challenging me and guiding me toward a successful future. Lawrence Tech. Possible is everything. Today we'd like to introduce what's become a right of the winner, the battle of the fans. Sportsmanship is an important part of educational athletics, and student cheering sections can be a key factor in creating a festive high school event. The Battle of the Fans is in its eighth year and promotes student cheering sections that reflect enthusiasm and pump up the atmosphere at games without disrespecting the opponent. To enter, schools must produce a three-minute video, which includes 30 seconds about why it should be named the winner. The application deadline is January 12th. Nine semifinalists will be named by the MHSA Student Advisory Council and participate in two weeks of Battle of the Fans and Sportsmanship challenges. Three finalists will then be selected and visited by members of the Student Advisory Council and MHSA staff on a game night. Social media input following the school visits completes the process and the Student Advisory Council will select a winner on February 22nd to be honored in March at the MHSA Basketball Finals. Visit the MHSA website for more information about how to get your school involved and keep up with this year's Battle of the Fans.
0: Fundraising should be fresh, flavorful,
5: and simple. We have the perfect solution at Hungry Howie's, Dough Razor. Your team or school can sell paper pizza certificates that can be redeemed for one medium pizza at participating locations.
2: Hungry Howie's makes it easy. It's just a little mini pizza box, but we make lots of money, lots of dough.
5: Go to doughraiser.com to learn more
0: and sign up. Your next fundraiser comes with flavored crust. Welcome to Hungry Howie's DoughRaiser. Alright guys, welcome back to the State Champs Extra Point postseason podcast. This will be our final extra point of the year, but... Uh, We do have some other football stuff planned uh, coming up here over the next couple of weeks. I'll explain that in a little bit at the end of the show, so you've got to stay tuned in. Hope you're enjoying it so far. We have recapped the state finals, and uh, we are now going to get into our Mr. Football and our Hungry Howie's Mr. Football and our State Champs Anvil Award winners. Now, this was the first year we had the Anvil Award, uh, and it was uh, a race that we decided, and we actually did not decide this until about week two of the season, uh, if I remember. Right. At least I know we were at least through the first week. Late edition. Yes. And we said, you know what? Forget this. Uh, Mr. Football. I think it was third week. It might have been. First. I, no, I, know, I was, I think it was, I was asking. We, because we, 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 we
2: had some complaints. Yeah. Remember, go, my son disappeared from the list. Oh, no, yes. no. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's over cool here. We now. Yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah. We, you know, as yeah. so, a staff kind of got together and we so, were, you yeah, know, and this, I credit, you know, our president, Lou Batanti, really for steam. You know steamroll in this and into uh, fruition in the fact that he said forget this you know every year we have linemen and linebackers who don't get their love and yeah we have them on the mr. football it's impossible
1: list, for a lineman or a no. linebacker yeah. to win mr. football it, it, ball, it, pretty much honest.
0: unless you're a two-way player and uh, you're doing a lot on offense yeah. and we you know and it's just one of those things so we created the Amble Award and uh, this year we had uh, over four, thousand votes in total, considering uh, how late it went to the game, and it was one of those things people didn't really know about. So uh, I think we're going to get a lot of build up from this year uh, going into next year. Uh, and uh, And we gave the award to Marcel Lewis from uh, Chippewa Valley, the, the straw uh, that in- stirs
1: the drink for the, that yes, defense. the inside
0: yeah. linebacker who uh, you know, from a state finals performance, maybe you did not see him all over the field, seen him, but if you watch the semifinals, he made some huge plays against Belleville. We've got a reel we've put together of games we've covered all season long, and you're going to get really a chance to see uh, when you watch the show on Sunday, being state champs uh, on Fox Sports Detroit at 9 a.m., uh, our little featurette is that, uh, you know, this kid, again, on a team, arguably the best team in the state, which you could say that now once they're all said and done, uh, I'd like to see Chippewa Valley versus Martin Luther King right after the fact. That'd be an interesting, be fun. interesting battle. Um, but uh, they did everything they needed to do, and he contributed on offense several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, big plays on offense at big moments in games. We talk about David Ellis, Marcel Lewis I made mean, yep. big plays as a tight as a tight end. Yes, and uh, he made a couple plays at the state finals too, when necessary to extend some drives. Um, but this is a kid going to Michigan State. Uh, inside linebacker, not the biggest guy, uh, but again, uh, one with uh, who has had an outstanding career, a lot of heart, and yeah. a, lot a lot of heart, of, yeah, yeah. absolutely, and, and, a, and, and, a, and
1: a high motor, yes. and just a relentless spirit. And I, I can see him
3: playing really early in East Lansing. Yeah. Well, it probably depends on what happens with the Michigan State linebacking crew. Because I asked him that question. I said, yeah. so you're probably going to get to play with Joe Bocce for at least a year. And he said, well, it depends. on if he goes to the draft, well, it's, it's a good point because that yeah. could very well happen. But, yeah, and theoretically, if everything plays out the way that the Michigan State coaching staff would like it, yes, he would get a tutorial year behind Joe Bocce in the middle, who that's a nice person to learn from, Absolutely. certainly. When your own coach compares you to Chris Spielman, um, yep. that's that's a good, a good sign. And then he, it would be... You know, theoretically, his show in the middle yeah. after Joe graduates. And this so. is a
2: good get for Michigan State. He yeah. just seems like the guy that Coach Antonio would love, too, because yeah. by all accounts, and, and, and of course, first and foremost this is coming from Scott Merchant, he's just the kid, he's, yes, sir, what do you need me to do? Yes. What? Where can I go? What do I need to yeah, do? Absolutely. And that was something that came up in our. Conversation and those tapes will never make the light of day. Okay, right. But uh, all jokes aside, we yeah. had a conversation, and I do think that counts for something. I'm yeah. You know, when when you got a guy saying, "What what do you need me to do?" I'll carry the that confident, ale. professional. Sure, sounds good to me. I, I'm with you, Bernie. And, that counts for something.
3: And I think that's every bit of what we talked about with him. You know, playing two ways. On probably he could have been healthier or he could have been fresher had he not had to play tight end. Right. But they needed him to, so he said whatever you need me to do. If you need me to run the ball, whatever you need me to do. He had to play quarterback too. We were joking <laughs> around with him and when when you yeah. were talking with him, his early heroes were guys like Peyton Manning. Yeah. Well, and say? I said, "So yeah. did you play quarterback ever when you were young?" And he kind of laughed and yeah. said, "Yeah, that wasn't cool. When you <laughs> and when you add the professionalism but, with yeah. the coachability yeah. and yeah. then you
1: and then you
0: add that furthermore to the skill set,
1: I mean, you just have a really bright future on your hands. And
0: that goes to credit. You know, when you think about somebody, okay, you think of somebody who emulates Peyton Manning. So if you emulate Peyton Manning, it's like you emulate the process. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? The yep. dedication. Yep. The, the uh, unrelenting will to score or do whatever you have to do to win. You know what I mean? And just outperform everybody else gamer Just be a gamer. Be gamer. Yeah. yeah. Watch the yeah. film. Yeah. Every and little thing every, it takes. Every yeah.
3: detail. When I covered the, the Michigan State Pref- press conference a couple weeks ago, and we were talking with D'Antonio about Joe Bacci, and this was the second time in a couple of years that he's compared him to Spielman. Now, D'Antonio was a GA at Ohio State when Spielman was there, and he said, to this day, it still impresses him how much that guy was in you know, the film room, watching film and studying and knowing everything. Because Spielman wasn't the biggest or most athletic mm-hmm. linebacker, but he prepared and Joe Bocci prepares like that. And if Marcel Lewis has already got that gene in him that he's, Ready to prepare like that, and goes le- and learns next to a guy like Joe Bocky for a couple of years. Yeah, I don't know what the, I don't things. know what this says, but I mean,
1: a quick aside: Chris Spielman, in my lifetime, best linebacker
0: I have yes. seen play for the Lions. Yes, yes. that, yeah, that so, is
4: absolutely, yeah, it <laughs> is. We don't need
0: to give it, an <laughs> but I do want to say I do want to give props, and I'd like you guys to make a couple comments if you want on our final four. We had a phenomenal Anvil Award freshman class, if you want to call it. Uh, being the fact that we had the 6-2 outside linebacker going to Penn State, Lance Sticks, and He was our people's champion. He won the Award out of West Bloomfield, the six-five offensive lineman Anthony Bradford going to LSU. LSU. Yeah. Road grader, uh, yes, yeah. just watching what what he has done over the course of his career. Any award, any Mister Football that's given out, or M Live Player of the War that's given out, anything that's given out to Muskegon quarter. Anything
1: that Cam Martinez no. gets, it, needs to and cut and that. Thing in half. <laughs> the <year before. laughs> they need to like slice yes, that, exactly. slice that trophy. Anthony in half. Bradford,
0: you and his coach has said as much. Right. Uh, and so credit to him uh, also the 6 uh, I think he's 6-4 weak side defensive end going to Clemson, yep. roop oh. or Horro and uh, again another one of the other uh, one who finished out our final four uh, so just an outstanding class of top linemen, and, li- and that doesn't even get into the ones, the Devontae Dobbs yep. of the world's, and and all the other guys. Any Justin Rogers, going, who will be back next year.
1: Anytime you're going down south to play football, yeah. you're, you're you're a special special player because those schools don't come up here for just no. anybody.
0: And that top ten, I think we're going to get probably at least three NFL guys out of yeah. that group.
3: Well, you look at the where they're going: Clemson, LSU, Penn State, MSU. MSU, Michigan, MSU, Wisconsin, and Undecided can name where he wants to play.
0: Right, And that's Justin. That's Justin Rogers. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. there's
3: nobody in that list that you would have felt bad about giving this award to you. And certainly when we got down to four, and you look at those four, Anytime you pick an all state or all area team or whatever it is there 's somebody who on that list you don 't feel real comfortable with. This list I looked at, yeah. and i 'm like i don 't care who it goes yeah. to because these guys are all deserving yeah. i mean it, it wasn 't that true. that i didn 't have a favorite or i didn 't think that you know, but I would have been fine with any of those four any of those ten getting it because those guys were of a group of linemen and linebackers this year, those were the best and Boy, is that a good group. Yeah.
2: And I swear to you, we really do go by our own words, too. Yeah. Like, we have a criteria. I yeah. go, yeah. Okay. Lauren, you set up the criteria yeah. years ago, and we follow the criteria. Lauren gets up at the chalkboard. It's, and an, and it's, like an, the it's literally an exercise. It is. It's an exercise. Yeah. Lauren gets up and writes down one word. Yeah. All right, this is what we want to do. Writes it, and yeah. that's something that we do. So right. I, I'm with you, Matt. I, I just wanted to piggyback. If, if, if you guys, like, literally said, no, it's got to be this guy, I would have right. gone, okay, okay. cool. Right. Yeah. You wouldn't have to twist my arm okay. too hard, you know?
3: Actually, that that homework was still up on the board when the Chip Valley guys came in the other day. Oh, was it really? That's (laughs) funny.
2: Well, then they saw it. Yeah,
1: they saw it, so they can can prove. The thing that's a bummer for in-state recruiting, um, Justin Rogers has kind of made it known that he doesn't have a desire to stay in-state. He doesn't want to go to Michigan, Michigan State. He either wants to go to Ohio State or a school in the uh, SEC or ACC.
0: And I'll tell you what, I can't blame the kid, I'm <laughs> no. just saying, you know.
2: But again, it's all Ohio about- State looked really good last week. <laughs>
1: That's well, well, and, and to, again, to, to, to kind of be an adding insult <laughs> to injury, a lot of the top recruits in the class of 2020, as that game was going on, and in the hours well, after that game, were, were tweeting, tweeting about how much they love Ohio State. Yep.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> Alright, let's get into our Hungry Howie's Mr. Football for 2018. This of course was a much more, I will not use the word contentious, but I will say it was a much more vigorous, rigorous debate into uh, who would be Mr. Football. But as Scott alluded to earlier, you really had a case, and we haven't had this real case before. You had two guys that, that uh, were going up against each other in the biggest game of the year under the biggest spotlight. And uh, not saying that Cam Martinez played his way out. He he rushed for over 200 yards. Exactly. He played outstanding. It Uh was the superhero-like effort of Daquan Finn, not only in this game, but again, at other times during the year. And also being able to bounce back. From uh,
1: you a, know, a, a poor a poor so performance in back. the in the PSL title game.
0: Yeah, absolutely, by the whole team. Yeah. Again, we're not going to hold one guy accountable for a win or a loss. Um, but, what was uh, cool
1: about this is coming. If you want to make it just about the Mister Football race, coming into the game, if, if we're going to equate this to an actual race, Cam Martinez is out in
2: front. He yeah. sure was, and then by the end of the game.
1: Daquan time. Finn went right past See, him. And you know what?
2: I mean, you guys tell me if you agree or disagree with this. I don't think Cameron Martinez did anything to lose. No. The award. no Nothing. No, certainly not. no. But you know what? Daquan Finn did everything, everything to win it. it. And that, that was kind of the way that I yeah. felt. You know, yeah. it was. And we always absolutely. say it's not a career award. No. no. know that no. it's a
0: senior award. But you've got to give credit, though, that of, of Finn and the fact he is he did win a state championship before as well. I'm not saying that fairly factored into our thing. I'm just saying when we're looking at it, stepping back from it now. Uh, and reflecting on his career. Really amazing. To
3: flash that versatility, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the only place that that really played in was that you look at the difference between the two. One guy's a junior, and one was playing his last high school right. football game. And Duquan even said that. I knew this was the last time I was wearing this uniform, and I'm going to lay it all on the field. Yeah. And you could tell there were times. You know as well as I do when you're looking through a camera lens, and I was doing it through, you know, still photos you your... your a video camera, you can see plays about to happen when you're looking through that viewfinder and you almost find yourself going, Oh, mm-hmm. he was getting blitzed off the weak side on the one wow. time, and he just, it looked like it was setting up to be one of those kill shots it, yeah. in the back. He spun out of it and just went, Oh, I guess I'll go score a touchdown mm-hmm. now, and zipped right down the side. Actually, I don't think he scored, but he got down to like right. the six. Yeah. But it was just one of those plays Never. where it could have been disastrous. Yeah. You know, theoretically, he could have fumbled the ball, could have mm-hmm. thrown as he was getting hit, Absolutely. get it picked off. All of those bad things that could happen that Woody Hayes always used to talk about when you pass the ball. Yeah. None of them happened because he just, and he was so calm throughout the entire game. Never rattled, never looked like he was uncomfortable, never, even when he was getting blitzed or getting hit, or you know, he got pounded a couple of times when he was running the ball too. He just looked unflappable the entire poised, time. His his composure
1: has Absolutely. always kept him yeah. kind of ahead of the pack when it comes to pocket presence. Yeah, through
0: a couple incredible touchdowns. And you know, the legacy, the laser, yeah.
1: the legacy that he leaves is yeah. a very very elite legacy. Um, in terms of the PSL, in terms of football in the city of Detroit, and we've had a lot of great players future yeah. nfl players a uh, future big-time college football players that have come through that league and i mean who knows what he does a- as he goes forward and he leaves high school but as a high school quarterback he can put his resume up against anyone that's no played the psl yeah. 35
3: and, and six as a starting quarterback
1: yeah. with two titles yes,
0: exactly muskegon faithful you know that we love you guys Absolutely. and uh cam martinez is going to be back next year and we expect uh, nothing but greatness again from him. You can make the argument he's the frontrunner. Yeah, he's Absolutely. the early like, right I, think, I, mean, he's I don't even think you He set even, the Alders, odds. No, he's no the frontrunner. No yeah, mm-hmm. I, think,
1: I think you can be definitive yeah. about that. Yeah, yes, he you is, you is know, the frontrunner.
0: Definitive about that. And uh, an amazing season from that young man and from that team. Uh, and uh, we can they, watch
1: him uh, this winter uh, on the basketball team. He's going to mm-hmm. be uh, the, uh, I think, the point guard on the Muskegon basketball team, which should be pretty good. Yeah, Marcel
0: Lewis is on the. Uh,
1: yeah, on the Chip, chip team. and, team, chip so, uh, team. So, uh, and yeah. Austin Brown's a starting point guard on the Madison yeah. Eagles. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're going to see a
0: lot of these guys. talk. I do want to thank uh, a couple of uh, special individuals who helped us out. Uh, our Anvil ambassador was Mike Martin, mm-hmm. who is the former Detroit Catholic Central, Michigan Wolverine, Tennessee, Tennessee, Titan. Tennessee Titan, Philadelphia Eagle. Eagle. Um, before he retired and uh, again still looks like just two-sport guy incredible big time yeah, guy. guy he won the oh, state right. champion yeah, as a, right. right. yeah. yeah. a wrestling state champ as well as uh, an outstanding football player uh, just you know always is so gracious in uh, doing anything we ask for him at state champs to come and participate so he presented the trophy to Marcel which was amazing so I was just say. remembering oh. when
3: he said, I can say whatever you need me to say when you were getting, you, yes. you were struggling to come oh, up with a no, question. Well, you know, it, it was just saying, one of those where you, you get a brain block we were, and he's well, we like, it's We were just okay. such a flurry of <laughs>
0: activities. We had both awards to do within a couple of hours and I was asking <laughs> him a question and I, yeah, I just totally <laughs> lost my memory. He's like, yeah, no worries. Uh, but uh, well, the funniest it? thing of it all was that we were all lined up to take a picture and, uh, Scott Merchant said, "Hey, how many state titles did you win?" And he was like, "He was like, don't even mention that or whatever, because he, he didn't know that Captain Central had about not won any yeah. state yeah. titles yep. when he was there." And Merchant's face was like, "Dude, I totally didn't know." He was like, "I thought you won you. three or four. Yeah. Exactly. What's What's cool,
1: oh, okay. I think, about the fact that we had him involved in this is that he embodies.
3: What the Anvil oh, War is absolutely. about, and absolutely. if the Anvil War had existed, yeah, we he even said was that. There,
1: yep, we would have given it yeah, to him. Yeah, he said, <laughs>
3: "Can we take a little piece of paper and said I would have won this I a couple years ago." He was going to yeah. ask
0: you guys like over the years, who would have been some previous Anvil yeah. winners? Oh uh, obviously I, yeah, obviously Mike Martin would have been yep. one. It's like they do that for Mr. Golston would have been yep. an anvil yeah. award winner. They do it for, for Mr. Giants
1: basketball East. now where they're giving like retro Mr. Yeah, basketball retro Mr. Retro Before 1981.
0: Right. Uh, who I, want, I, won I it? want us to do that for Mr. Football and that's going to come up with what I'm going nice. to speak next. Nice. We received nearly 58,000 votes for hmm. Mr. Football this year uh and I want to thank Big Play Darius Slay for coming to St. Studios. He's uh, a he great really, ambassador. We, he sure and, is. And in all transparency, we negotiated this thing at like 6 PM the night before. Uh, got his agent in. And um, Mitch Eisenstein was great about uh, uh, you know getting in touch and Hungry Howie's making it happen and getting Darius to come here. And uh, be able to hand the award. We have video of you know DaQuan did not know what was he was coming to
3: until he saw Darius, until and then he, he saw knew. Darius. Yeah, and then well, he knew something he was up. He saw me
0: downstairs, right? So it was a real weird thing. So I told Coach Spencer the night before. I said, uh, Coach, tell him you know he's won, uh, but I don't want him to know. So just tell him that you've got to come, and it's uh, like an all-state thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you'll have uh, some interviews and whatever. And then they got here and he's like, Duquan's like, why are we at State, because we have State Champs on the door, why are we at State Champs? And he's like, oh, I think they're just, you know, involved with the coaches or something. And so he came in, so we we brought him in and he could tell you just really did. I think he felt underdressed immediately, (laughs) you know, because he didn't know what was happening. But his dad was here and Coach Spencer was here. And uh, the offensive coordinator was here, and all went upstairs. They opened the studio door. There's Darius. And we got awesome. video of when he, he saw him, so it should be out on social media right now. Darius Enjoying
2: was track. probably in a great mood, too. Don't get yes, him started on his Bulldogs. He could have right. talked to Egg Bowl for an hour and a half. Trust me. I mean, that's the way. So Miss Mississippi State, oh, yeah. they, they I, just won the Egg Bowl. So he, he had a little extra smile on his I thought place. he grew up there in Mississippi
0: because yeah. he always talks about yeah. it. And And uh, he's like, he's like, nope, we got to start over. I'm from Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I did not He's know that. such a good dude. But, uh, yeah. He really is. He's he was a great cool.
1: guy. Jaquan is committed to Central Michigan, but I, yeah. frankly, I'd be surprised if signing day comes along and he's signing with the chips.
0: Coach Bonamigo well, is gone now. Yep. Uh, there is no reason for, I think, him to decommit or do anything of the nature right now because you don't know what's going to happen. Right, yeah. right. So it's just one of those things. He's in
3: a holding pattern. Yeah. yeah
0: and Cincinnati came in
1: and offered him a day or two ago. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll I, think, I think yeah. both him and Austin Brown are going to have suitors that are coming in late in the process. And, we'll, you know, it, it will be kind of a um, – right. we'll see what happens. You see, not day. a bad place no. to be. No. That's a and regardless of what, yes. what
3: was going to happen with Central – he played himself into In, getting other offers, like regardless. So yeah. I don't yeah. know that you know. I obviously the, with him with the central situation, probably. since he felt easier about giving him that offer, but they may have anyway. So we had two cast because tech, he certainly uh, yeah
1: players from the secondary uh, McKinney Harper and Dingo, yep. both decommit from central yep.
0: as well. Yeah. All right. Let me say this. Uh, a couple things we're going to do, and it's news to them too. Uh, we're gonna do a Mr. Football kind of retrospective show. We're gonna mm-hmm. do something next week where we're gonna talk about the uh, 11 years that we've had this award and some of the winners and what they've done. We're gonna try to get in touch with some of these guys mm-hmm. so that we can get them mm-hmm. here uh, on camera, and uh, we'll you know have them dial in. We saw uh, Alex Malzone. Yeah, around. saw Alex Malzone just the other day at Legacy yeah. last Sunday. So Cody White. Um, Cody White yep, is
1: Cody, around. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I can get Cody. You know, yeah. Sheldon will have no problem. Yeah, I still I,
1: I text with yeah. uh, Sheldon a lot yeah, yeah, and. I, so uh, I,
0: so, well, we'll see what we can do, but we're going to do something, and we want to talk about uh, Mr. Football Award. And we'll actually, we'll have a fun exercise, and let's talk about, guys, we'll take maybe the past 20 years, who would have been Mr. Football, That's say, a from, great idea. from 98 yeah. mm-hmm. to 2008 when we first started doing that I want award. to
2: sit down at the computer, because I yeah. we could make it yeah. a great oh, list.
0: yeah. Oh, a yeah. exactly. Yes, absolutely. It will
2: also highlight the...
1: Tremendous amount of talent that we have right. in this state. Well, absolutely, and, no doubt. You know, uh, when you, yes. I think we sometimes take it for granted. Yeah. No question. When you're just, you're, you're so close to it, you think, oh well, this is, you know, everywhere. It's got this amount of talent. Everywhere has got these type of kids that are going to be future NFL players, future big, big time players right. at the Division One level. But right. it's not the case. No. no. Yes,
0: absolutely. So if you've seen some of our top twenty-five shows, well, then you know some of these players that have played. Uh, You know, the Drew Stanton's of the world, who was voted our number one quarterback the last 25 years. Well, he fits in that range. He was in the last 20 years. So uh, we'll do that. I will let you guys know uh, via social media. And Matt's really great about tweeting it out. We'll get stuff out there once we have a date and when we'll uh, get this thing uh, uploaded and premiered. I'm I'm confident to say
1: that Drew Stanton would have won it his senior year. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Uh, the other thing we're going to do is a, we're going to have a, another show where we're going to talk about early signing day. So December 19th through the 21st is Early Signing Day. So we're going to do a show where we kind of talk about some of the guys that we expect to sign early. We can talk, as we have done now, about some guys who are decommitting or maybe thinking about it and some other options that are open to them. Just a football show to kind of get into uh, what's going to happen to kind of preview signing days. We'll have another signing day show that we'll do next year. Most likely to be a digital version, uh, unless we get some more sponsorship to want to put it on TV. But regardless, you're going to get all of it here. Uh, and so we're gonna do that and uh, that will probably air the following week so it'll be air before early signing day Uh, so over the next couple weeks we still want to keep doing some football keep it alive uh, and I'm sure you guys are okay with that. Yeah, yep. totally cool. All right, so we'll get that going, On and uh, we'll give you guys a preview of what's going to come up. So, uh, early signing day. Remember, this is a new thing started last year. Uh, guys are going to be, be able to sign 19th through the 20th. Just those three days. Yep. So it's kind of a fury of of activity that will happen. <coughs> and um, and doesn't it kind of and we'll get Alan True obviously involved with this program as well. Doesn't that kind
1: of dovetail with this? Kind of trend that's been happening the last couple years with kids early. coming in yeah. in yep. January, yes. graduating high school yes, early and rolling yep. in, enrolling in uh,
0: exactly
1: enrolling right. college. Enrolling. All
0: right. We're going to come back with our postseason awards. That's coming up next. We're going to take another commercial break. We'll come back and we're going to give you our postseason awards. These guys have a great list and we'll talk about the 75 guys or so on the All State Championship. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly. 162? Yeah, but that's coming up. Uh, and uh, so stay with us here, on
2: I want a career in robotics and automation, so I chose Lawrence Tech for its first in Michigan robotics engineering program. LTU's brand new STEM complex has a robotics lab where we can design, build, and program robots in a creative atmosphere. And the best thing is, I haven't graduated yet, but I already have a job in my field. I know I made the right choice for my career. Lawrence Tech. Possible is everything.
5: Today we want to take you inside of our Sportsmanship Summit program.
4: For over 20 years, the MHSAA has conducted Sportsmanship Summits and annually more than 1,000 student athletes from over 100 schools participate in a series of workshops during the month of November. The focus is on the line that separates good from bad sportsmanship, not just as participants but as spectators cheering at athletic events. The MHSEA Student Advisory Council has a hand in developing the curriculum using insights gained from the annual Battle of the Fans competition. Details for the upcoming Battle of the Fans are introduced at all four workshops. During breakout sessions, students meet and discuss sportsmanship with local registered game officials who explain sportsmanship from their perspective and how that differs from what students experience as participants or fans and engage in different exercises designed to help communicate the message of good sportsmanship. Schools wrap up the day-long summit by developing a sportsmanship campaign to implement locally upon their return home.
5: To learn more about our student leadership programs, visit our website at MHSAA.com.
4: Back again. You know me. Pepperoni Asiago. (laughs) Oh, he's so cute. What's his name? Pepperoni Asiago.
2: (laughs) I just want to eat him up.
4: Flavor fanatics love us because we invented flavored crust pizza with 100% real mozzarella cheese and fresh dough made daily. Now get meal deals for any budget. Hungry? Howie's!
0: Welcome back, everybody, to State Champs Extra Point, the postseason podcast. Now we want to do our postseason awards, uh, and again, these are not single awards. These are kind of kind of all spread out. Where we're just kind of recognizing who we thought had some of the uh, um, the best seasons, and great stories, and uh, great situations, uh, and again. Um, there are many and uh, we're gonna start with coach of the year and uh, we have several guys who we are putting in our coach of the year Hall of Fame for the year 2018 Scott Merchant out of Clinton Township Chippewa Valley Well deserved. yep Tyrone Spencer out of Detroit King Rick Bailey out of reading Kevin Barts out of Edwardsburg Greg Tibby out of Hudsonville Unity Christian and just for Scott, Kurt Richardson out of Clarkston. Of course, those are our no, no, it's for all of us. For all of us those are not, six, we're not giving any of the Mike do you know?
3: Mike know?
1: is mentions. in our honorable, yeah. honorable mentions. Okay. I was yeah. just
0: about to act. Clint Galvis out of New Lorthrop, Shane Fairfield out of Muskegon, Mike Giannone, Warren D. LaSalle, Chris Robinson out of Breckenridge and Ralph Munger out of Rockford, especially for the way coming
3: they, from they, where they and, they and we had from, all written off their are, playoff streak, and they came back and made the second round of the playoffs, and that was incredible. Right. So I, he has to go on that list. But yeah, I mean, all of these guys were either, with the exception of 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 Munger, all of them were either in the finals or won a championship, and a lot of them, you know, broke either. Long streaks where they hadn't been there or won a first title, some of them in very, you know, incredible fashion. But, but yeah, KR belongs in there. That was mostly just an this inside was a, joke. This was it a was, great getting here job, it was absolutely, he might, he, just from the criteria of most Coach of the Year awards, he might be deserve brilliant. it you know, yeah, over yeah, some exactly. of the others yeah. who won titles yeah, who absolutely. had better casts yeah. just because you look at that roster and you go.
1: The last two years have just been, you know, the, 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 the crown jewel of Kurt Richardson's coaching Absolutely. career, yep. even compared to the, two, the the back-to-back state titles, but these two state ti- state finals appearances. The, the one title in in seventeen and and, and the runner up finish in eighteen are and just that OAA
2: red man masterpieces I mean, masterpiece I'm gonna give an honorable honorable I'm gonna go, go with Crowell in in Belleville absolutely that, it was yep. a big step yep. for them this year yep. and and there's more to come yeah but this was a big step for them yep. this year And, and I,
3: them under the breaking the glass ceiling kind of that's the, the, that's, that's one of the oh, awards yeah. at the yeah. end yeah no, so
2: no, we, this, for, we're like, for exactly no, that always gotta jump the gun don't you believe Jeez. that's all good
0: it's all good let's go to our our trio of teams. That uh, we felt would be, or could be four. You might have had four on here and I didn't copy it down right, but uh, for best defense. I have three. Yeah, there's three. Three, yep. okay. Uh, so, uh, Warren D. LaSalle, obviously, Pilots <laughs> gave up just 129 points on the season. 36 game against, so. against Muskegon. 36 against Muskegon. So, uh, yeah, less than 100 the rest of the year. Reading mm-hmm. what they were able to do on defense r- despite outscoring opponents. Or putting up 678 points, 114 yeah. for the season. Seven shutouts in 14 games is amazing. And Only Bre- four
3: opponents yeah. reach double digits. Right,
0: and and Breckenridge, even with allowing 39 points to Reading in the finals, they didn't give up 100 points on the year, just 88 yeah. in 14.
1: Mm.
3: Games. Nine shutouts. So yep.
0: yeah, those those are our, our trio of teams. And for for De La
1: Salle, let's just also yes. uh, uh, give a shout out to. Obviously, we're talking about Jacob Dobbs, we're talking about Devin Campbell, but the the two captains of that defense, Mike McGinnity and Bucci, Mm -hmm. uh, their center nose tackle. So, you know, those guys were really the the, the catalyst for that leadership aspect of that defense, the heart and soul of that group.
0: Our best offensive awards, actually, uh, you know, there's guys, there are teams that uh, are back in this deal, and Reading is another one of them of our top three. Reading, Muskegon, and Edwardsburg are our trio of top award winners in this particular category
3: the eddies scored 705 points in 14 games and allowed 138 That's crazy. and yeah and when you look at them in reading they just the statistically the most dominant but then obviously muskegon i mean yeah. they put out points they scored more than 70 twice more than 64 times on the season and more I mean, than that 49 was, eight I, times yes
0: against a hard
2: schedule
3: now, when you look at it historically, their last two teams had actually scored more than this. So, sort of a caveat, I guess. Yes. But still, I mean, that was that was the the unstoppable force in this season. It seemed like was that you know that band of dudes up front for. Uh, for Muskegon in the trenches and what they were able to accomplish offensively. But I think
0: you're right when you say that they could, that Edwardsburg could be the highest. Scoring I think so. I hadn't history. checked through 705 points in at least this
3: years. year. I think they were. Yeah, that's that's.
0: That, that's adult. amazing. We'll have to look at. It. All right, the best special teams. We've got some special teams awards, and our trio of winners are Clarkston, Chippewa Valley, and Detroit Kings. Yeah.
3: King, I slipped in there because Dominic Polidorhano was was somebody who had slipped, slid under the radar, you know, for a lot of the season. He was their that's leading because,
1: receiver, and that's because they have they four have other, so talented they four yeah, other absolutely. kids that have
3: Division One either scholarships yeah. or scholarship yep. offers. Yes. And he ended up being their leading receiver, yardage wise, but also returned three kicks for touchdowns and three punts for touchdowns. We talked about you know Chip Valley with David Ellis. They were joking about when they were here the quarter that they played yep. this season in which they did not run an offensive play because I think they fumbled on a kick yeah. and then kick they had two kick scores. returns for scores, one by David Allison, one by Cardi, uh, Cardi, Johnson. Cardi Johnson. So they didn't run an offensive play and still scored two touchdowns in that quarter. Come on. And, and that and they had you know, a, a good field goal kicker, Nico Kappi who would, yeah, I think he mixed, missed one extra point on yeah, the season. Yeah, he, he
0: was four or six on field goal attempts, sixty five for sixty six. That's extra relatively
3: points. consistent. Yeah, yeah and then crazy. and then obviously with Clarkston, you've got you know one of the best specialists, yes. two way specialists in, in Tristan Matson, who was both their field goal kicker and their punter. And then Josh, and then Josh, Luther, Josh Luther had another a had a real
1: breakout season,
3: yep. you know, kind of like a. I, I dare I say, poor
1: man's David right. Ellis. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to be a Division One athlete, but he had a great year. He was a kid yep. that, yep. Uh, both on special teams, on offense, and on defense. Yep.
0: All right, yeah. Go
2: ahead. You want to say anything
3: No, I was just saying, those are the differentiating things yeah. sometimes when you look at, okay, well, this team's got a lot of offensive players, a lot of defensive players, and people kind of overlook that special teams aspect Absolutely. where you may have a kid who's not as highly recruited who can make an impact on the game or, you know, in Ellis's in case, probably boosted his game from being a MAC player to being a legitimate Big Ten player just by the fact that he returned so many kicks this year. Seven returns right. yep. for yep. touchdowns, five kickoffs, two punts.
1: Yep.
0: I always tell the, the PS, sell coaches, too. I'm always like, dude, you guys got to get a kicker. You got to make sure you've got some sort. You can't always go for right. two. When you get right. in the playoffs, you need guys that can put the ball through the uprights. And you need somebody who can kick the ball down the field. That's yep. not just squib Little kicking. Kickoffs, and yeah. giving, uh, field you know, position it, is huge. It's yep. huge. Yep. So and Tristan
1: Matson for Clarkson, the kicker, is the uh, the lone kicker in the MHSA ranks that has a, a scholarship. Yep. And he's going to Buffalo. Yep. Right.
0: And if we do want to give
2: Michigan a little bit of props, they did find a pretty good kicker ever yeah. at a yeah. Northville high school. It's That's what good, Northville yeah. does. They produce kickers, right? They, they've sent a few that way. Yeah. So, you know, you gotta Mustangs, remember, baby. You've you yeah. got to remember, I mean, all all jokes aside, I mean, that was a highly recruited guy. I think everybody remembers the story of the sleepover. sleepovers Queen and Nordine, tree forts yeah, and then. everything. And, uh, um, he came in, Jake came in, got the job done. Absolutely. What about
1: when Quinn Nordine committed to Penn State and he. he on a plane. On a plane.
2: <laughs> <laughs> plane. Oh,
0: <sighs> Best storyline of the year. We have three of them and some honorable mentions. Uh, Breckenridge is one, of course. Great story. 09 mm. in 2015. Decades of disappointment. Just, yeah, Finally nothing. win their first conference title since the 40s yep. and their first playoff win district title and they got to Ford Field. So. Uh, good for them first regional title. Farmington Hills Harrison. Enough like he said, you said yeah. Was, yeah, yada yada hey, everybody yada. Everybody knows, knows that story. It's, it's yes, a perfect awesome. story. Chelsea mm. what they did this year two, the last team to ever beat Farmington Hills they're Harrison up, up. will be the Chelsea Bulldogs. That and
1: compete. the Lucas era he, is now off and running. Yeah. You know, he, he hit the ground running. And and like we always say, it's hard, it's hard to be the guy after the guy. And he, he's come especially in. Especially when that guy's still in the building. Yeah, especially yeah. When, yeah. And he's come in after uh, Coach Bush and, and just they haven't missed a beat. I
2: yeah. meant to tell you guys this because I didn't get a chance to see you last week. My yeah. sister-in-law works out there and she said literally that city shut down. Yeah. She goes, it was so awesome to see everybody there was excited. And that's, to me, that's what makes... This, what we do, it puts it in focal point and reminds you how cool it is.
3: We talked all season long about the kind of or at least the last couple weeks about that third place team kind of thing. Chelsea was one of those third place teams. Might have been the third place team as far as storyline for the majority of the season, just because because they were behind a Jackson team who came over into that league and had done, you know, talk about Breckenridge doing Little to nothing. First title since the 40s 40s for Jackson, and just a magical season for them. And then the Dexter Dreadnoughts, who had been, if anything, you know, that nickname that people had given them of the Dreadfuls, when the fact that they broke their their 42-game losing streak, and not only that. They made the playoffs yeah. and gave an undefeated South Lion team all they could a have. game into the Isn't fourth cool. quarter. And that was one where they were talking about it after the game. And the coaching staff was like, yeah, these kids made football cool at our school. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge storyline. Yeah, and yeah. for Chelsea, you know, Chelsea's kind of story has been since that point, since the, the playoffs started. And they were a team that any, any week we looked at it, we probably all went, oh, Chelsea's going yeah. down here. And they just never did until the finals. But that was a t- kind of a team of destiny they played in Edwardsburg yeah. too. But that's that's a real good story. Total for them.
0: sidebar there's a movie called Trust, which came out a few years ago and was filmed in Plymouth. Okay, and because I know that's where I live, and uh, it was uh, actually uh, David Schwimmer was the director. It was, it's kind of cool. a depressing cool. story. Uh, um, they you, filmed he, it in Plymouth, yeah, yeah, they filmed some of it in Plymouth. The house was in Plymouth, and they used some of the town things. But the high school used in the movie is Dexter, okay. Uh, so Dexter's there. a high school they use, it's really about an online predator who. Uh, basically kind of convinces a girl that he's a young guy and then but he's really an old guy and mm. then yeah uh, but uh really it's actually a, it's a good movie if i want to tell you, it was made it was way in here when we had michigan film incentives yeah. you remember yes, that i do and uh, they were filming movies here in michigan, yeah, i was right?
1: involved in a hollywood film a 40 million dollar Hollywood yeah. film that's supposed to take place in detroit and they filmed, filmed it in, in cleveland, cleveland.
0: Talk about white boy Rick. Right? yeah yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. Isn't yes. that crazy, Kia? That's, I know. that's
1: unfortunate.
0: That All right. But, uh, our un- honorable mentions in Best Storylines, of course, we mentioned some. Jackson, Dexter, South Lion, what they yeah, did this no year. The amazing Jenison. In, a for the first year. time yeah. forever. Yep. Rockford, the way that they came back after yep. uh, they were left for dead. And I stayed at And, Kingsley, in the and yep,
3: Kingsley. A resurrection of a program with him. We were going back there and, and kind of picking up right where he left off.
0: Finally, Breaking Through the Glass Ceiling. All right, I like this. We're getting kind of introspective here. Reading, Edwardsburg, and Belleville. Esoteric. Yes. Esoteric. Yes, I like it. Uh, of course, uh, what what Reading was able to do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you just rack it up. Yep. Uh, you know, just gotten past the first round of the playoffs in the last decade. Uh, had been to this. Had you know lost in their previous two trips to the semis. They win in Kind of
3: interesting that it's eight years though, because they made trips to the semifinals in 98, 2008, and now 18, yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's kind of like the Halloween franchise or something, you You just keep (laughs) resurrecting it uh, every 20 years. Uh, Edwardsburg, obviously what they did uh, and the way that they did it, um, they are a team now that we're going to be recognized, although I love that Grand Rapids Catholic Central is not going to go anywhere. We've got a rivalry within uh, that group, whether they meet in the semis or they meet in the finals. Uh, they're going to be two teams that are always going to be there, and we'll see if Country Day can play their way back into being a, a D four contender. Uh, but uh, great story there, and of course,
2: you mentioned earlier, Belleville uh, hadn't what's your got bank past the well? second round yeah. ever
3: mm. until this year.
2: Such okay. a fun night. I'm not yep. sure I've warmed up since that night. Yeah. I, to be yeah, honest with you, I think dude. I've been cold for three straight weeks. Next so year's it.
1: the year. Everyone, I think that we're just we're just looking at what, everyone that was just looking at what was on paper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're saying that you know this should be the year that Belleville. Uh, you know, gets to Fort Field and wins the state title. I, I just had a sense in my gut that it was going to be another year, uh-huh. a little bit, um, you know, just yeah. just having to go through some of those growing pains yep. Of, yep. Of, of of building a program. The wars, yep.
2: And, yep. Being
1: there for the first time. And I, I mean, think, any I of think those. next year is the year I mean, that yep. they're. Dewey
0: Smith will be a junior. Yeah. Yep.
1: And, I mean, they just, they have to the most, they have. The the mo- mo- huh? They have
0: Dude, Wesley Do it, Smith. Smith.
1: And then they have the most uh, Division One college talent in the, in the state uh, on one roster, and okay. um, next year is the year that I think that they they're at Ford Field and 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 have a chance at winning a state title.
0: All right, okay. before we get out of here, we've got an All State champs team for 2018. Scott Bernstein, take it away. So yeah, so
1: chime in. You guys can chime oh, in yeah. with with ads or, or um, uh, you know comments about the players. So, uh, with quarterbacks, you know, all four guys were at Ford field. Jaquan Finn, Cam Martinez, Austin Brown, and Tommy Schuster. And I kind of wanted to have two, but it was too hard to choose yeah. between those four because they all four yeah. deserve it. Perfect. Yeah. Um, with running backs, Sincere Dent, Jaron Mangum from uh, uh, Cass Tech, Ian, Ethan Lopresto, the locomotive, as I like mm-hmm. to call him. Uh, Say
0: what school?
1: Uh, re- sorry. For,
0: for,
1: from reading. Lepresso's from yeah. reading. Yeah. Sorry, I no, thought we no, just I just wanted, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, I want to make sure you
1: I didn't know who, what school you wanted to yeah, yeah. So Mangum's from Cass Tech. Lopresto's yeah. from reading. Yeah. Dent's from uh, Muskegon, Mona Shores. Stevie Wonder Walker from Canton. Yeah. Even yeah. though they didn't have a deep playoff run, he was just a
0: uh, 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 force to be reckoned with uh, uh, as a tailback. And um, I do want to say Jeremy Mangum was our people's champion for uh, the was? Mr. Football vote. So he had the most He's votes. He's going to Colorado. Going to Colorado. Good for yeah. him.
1: Uh, Roderick Hurd, the last great Farmington Hills Harrison uh, a football player, tailback, uh, three thousand over three thousand yards the last two years, over I think over fifty touchdowns. Um, he's going Northwestern. And then you know, kind of the sleeper pick here, Kendall Taylor from Madison, he- <coughs> Madison Heights, Bishop Foley. He's going to Army. He led the state, or at least for the regular season, he led the state in, in rushing this year.
2: I told you, I saw him. Uh, not only is he a phenomenal player, he's a great kid, too. Uh, well, really, it, really, you really you got exce- If you get
1: accepted to West Point, yeah. I mean, that ain't, that, no, that ain't no easy task. You got your yeah. ducks in a row. Uh wide receiver. I only had four kids, but be, feel feel free to add uh, David Ellis from from Chippewa, Bale, uh, Chippewa Valley. Julian Barnett, um, who's going to Michigan State as a corner, but yeah. he's he was a just a, a, a dynamite deep threat.
2: Uh, for Belleville, I can see him in a yeah. little Giants type yeah. of situation yeah. with yeah. Michigan State. Sure. You know how D'Antonio seems to pull yeah. those plays out. I can see him uh, being used in a yeah. role like that.
1: Uh, west Bloomfield's Trey Mosley is going to Michigan State. Yeah. And then James Gilbert from uh, Mona Shores, who had a big year on the west side, maybe the best wide receiver on the west side of the state.
0: And quietly, we didn't talk a whole lot about Trey Mosley this year, but he did make the plays necessary when it was here. Right, in absolutely. the Catholic Central game, he had big that time. 65-yard touchdown. Yep. that was huge in order to get it to... Uh, for that game to go to overtime. I swear, for Michigan Mosley,
1: running. in the two years that I've seen him, I, I swear he has not caught a pass less than thirty yards. Mm. I mean, every catch is a, is a chunk play. Mm. Um, just, you yeah, I think, I think he's another one that could play early at Michigan State.
3: The only add I, I would it. make to that is, is Hunter is from Chelsea. Oh, 100F. Yeah, yeah, he should yeah, be he, on he, that. Yeah, 100F yeah. from Chelsea yep. should definitely be. Because he was just. Yes. I mean, he was yes. Yes. along with Quinn Starkey, was a large portion of the reason that they made the run they did hey, he was he was virtually unstoppable in that game just they had enough of a cushion that it was hard to pass enough to to really cut into that lead
2: i haven't heard your lineman. i'm intrigued to hear your lineman because yeah. there, this really was a good there were a lot of good linemen yeah, so man So
1: linemen we got logan brown from East Kentwood, he's going to Wisconsin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Devontae Dobbs from Belleville, he's yes. going to Michigan State. Yes. Justin Rogers, best, uh, t- highest recruit uh, in the junior class yep. of across all positions. He's yep. a five-star. Oak he's gonna be, he'll, he'll, from Oak Park, he'll be able to uh, uh, pick wherever he wants to play in college. Carson Barnhart from Paw Paw, he's going to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Anthony Bradford, uh, the, the road grader from Muskegon, WSU. he's going to LSU. Grant Toutant uh, De La Salle. I had a tough time picking between Grant Toutant and Danny Motowski, the two best players on uh, on De La Salle. I went with Toutant. Uh, won a state championship on. Did he win on Friday or Saturday? DLSL. Saturday. Saturday. Won a yep. state title on, uh, no. on, no, on no, Friday. No, on Friday. No, fr- it
2: was Friday. My apologies. Won a, fall, Friday. Friday. Right. Won a Friday, state Friday. title on
1: Friday, yeah. took a visit to Happy Valley on yeah. Saturday for the game, yeah. committed to Penn State. He'll be back next year. He's only a junior. And then Josh Preebe from Edwardsburg, who's a, a you know kind of a sleeper special in terms of recruits. I think he's only a junior. I think he's a kid that will, will land at a power conference school eventually. I'd like to
0: give also some props to uh, the guy who plays right next to Anthony Bradford. Because Marquise so, Cooper, Marquise yes, Cooper yeah. because so t- so many times we talk about what Bradford's able to do. It's like they're it's a- got another three hundred pounder right yeah, now. Yeah, they're a they're right. a pair, and yep. they both uh, dominated in in a lot of, of ways. And uh, I think sometimes when you're against you know a five star or whatever, Bradford, you can get yeah, lost in that yeah, shadow. Can get lost yeah. in shadow, mm-hmm. but uh, I want to give him some props here um,
1: for the defensive line. Uh, Orhoro, uh, who's going to Clemson, Clemson from from River Rouge. Burghor Adam Burghors from uh Zeal- Zeal- East, Zeal- he's going yeah. to Michigan State uh, Mike Fletcher from Carmen Ainsworth oh, yeah. he's going to Flint. Michigan State yeah, as well. Absolutely. It's been a sack monster the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Braden yeah. McGregor probably the, up. maybe the best defensive end in yeah. the junior class just got an
3: Alabama offer to play tight end yeah. to play tight end. Yep. Um, he's a big boy too. 6'5 265. I mean, you could see him At being what one of those point here in Northern. Northern. Yep. Oh yeah 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 Northern.
1: Um, and he's a kid that just really uh, just blasted onto the map. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. did that team yep.
3: yeah. yeah absolutely uh,
1: Maisie Smith yes. uh, from East Kentwood who's going to Michigan, Michigan. Michigan. Yep. Uh, and then Rocco Spindler the sophomore lineman from Clarkson who is just uh, a force
3: of nature uh, on both sophomore. sides of the ball, yeah, they Only moved him sophomore. down inside for blue the championship. Yeah, yeah.
1: I would have had Garrett Dellinger on this list as well, the other blue chip yeah. sophomore for Clarkson, but he he missed the whole playoff run. Right. Um, and then Jalen Bell uh, from Belleville, yeah. who's going to I believe Akron, but was just a really really huge cog in that in that uh, uh, in that defense. And then you could also throw in Jalen Hunt um, from Belleville as well as going yeah. to Iowa.
3: Ended um, up running the ball for them. Some
1: this yeah, you know,
3: just
1: yeah. was. A uh, linebackers,
2: Marcel run the, the, yeah. the big drive
1: against uh, West Bloomfield. Uh, Marcel Lewis, Chippewa Valley Anvil winner. Anvil winner going to Michigan State. Lance Dixon, um, another Anvil candidate going to Penn State from West Bloomfield. I, I, I had I put two guys from De La Salle uh, on the linebacking uh, from the linebacking core. I put Dobbs and Campbell. Jake Dobbs is going to Holy Cross. Devin Campbell is yet to be, I don't even know if he has any offers, but but you want to talk about that's a kid crazy. that's under the radar. Devin Lawrence Campbell is a, a, just a prototype outside linebacker, yeah. um, just great closing speed and instinct. Um, Jake uh, Jacob Wahlberg from uh, Mona Shores going to uh-huh. Western Michigan. It's Mark Wahlberg's
0: brother, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I
3: would I would add to that uh, Celine's Alex Morrison, who is just Morrison a stud. From, yep. from Celine, and then I got Nick
1: Thomas yep. from uh, Lumen Christie who plays kind of a yeah. vi- plays kind of a viper, yep. where yeah. he's kind of a safety slash linebacker. Yep. Yeah. But uh, and he had the big championship game. Yeah. He well, like, I had over yeah. two hundred yards yeah. rushing. Yeah. Ten, tackles, ten tackles, two tackles, sacks. Yep. Yeah.
2: He was amazing, in the was. Everywhere. And yeah. he's
1: just starting Seven to times, get dude. some traction right. on his recruiting, and, yeah. and you know he, he's a guy that yeah. will, could, could really be a star at the next level. He's legit. Um, in the secondary, I kind of mixed it up between cornerback and sa- uh, and safety. Uh, Marvin Grant, yep. uh, an amb- King. An, was he was he on our analyst? He was he was he, on our watch list. Yes. He was on the yeah. watch yeah. list. Exactly. Yep. Marvin Grant's to going him. to Purdue. He was the quarterback of that defense yep. at Detroit King. Josh DeBerry, best cornerback in the state in my opinion. De LaSalle, yeah. Um still you know, she his, his recruitment is still open. Yeah. Um, MJ Griffin from Saline, just all purpose, all everything. He, yeah, he's he just, did just he yeah. he did so much for that team. Yeah. Um, and just, we
0: didn't talk about Saline on this podcast, but again, kudos to yeah, the Hornets in the season. Big absolutely. time, big time. For um,
1: for, for that Saline defense, he was so integral. Um, and I saw him just just buzzing around the ball all over the place.
3: Yeah, their only two losses were to Chip Valley and Clarkston, yep. so that's not bad.
1: Nope. Uh, Aiden Harrison, the uh, safety from New Lothrop, New Lothrop who yeah. came over from Fletching, he's Amazing. going to Missouri. Yeah. Uh, Javon Kimpson, cornerback from Chippewa Valley. Yep. Um, he's going to, can you look that up real quick? He's going to the MAC. I think it's I don't Bowling Green. Hmm. I'll get it. You Go ahead. Keep going. Or Miami, Ohio. Sorry, keep going. Uh, Jay- Miami, commit. Yeah. He's going to Miami, Ohio. Uh, Jalen Graham, the safety uh, slash quarterback for, for for cast Tech, but he's going to Purdue um in the secondary. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I got a Mod Gardner, a uh, lockdown cornerback yeah. from King, who's going to Cincinnati. Anyone else from the secondary you guys would like to add?
0: No, I think that's
1: yeah, good. Yeah.
0: yeah I think and then on special jump.
1: teams, I got uh, Tristan Mattson, the kicker from Clarkson, as the place kicker and the punter. Uh, Ovid Elsie's Evan Morris, who's the uh, lone punter. I'm not sure if it's a scholarship, it's either a scholarship or a preferred walk, walk on to Michigan on, State. Yeah. Mm.
2: Outstanding. Well done. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think you could put Julian Barnett on that other side, too. Yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah. Think, but, you know, whatever.
2: Yeah,
3: balancing uh, those two between y- – because yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of them, I mean, Gardner became the big weapon for King yeah. late in the season as wide out. receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's kind of – with some of them, M.G. Griffin was playing Wildcat and, you know, DeVary was all over the field for, you know, so balancing between the wide receivers and DBs, you could just kind of slide them back and forth. Yeah. We could put McKinney both.
2: from River Rouge back to return kicks. Yeah. I, I, we'd have a okay. pretty good team. Oh, McKinney, well, well, I, I think yeah, I – did you I not have the
1: wrong I, I think we have there. a I pretty McKin- good team. Sorry, I had McKinney in the secondary yes, as well from Barouche. Yeah, from yeah. yeah. Northern
2: Illinois. Yes. He yeah, uh, yeah. has I, I think we I have a pretty over. good team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. sure how you I skipped got over. But thank you, Sean, for, Mr.
0: Football for, race too. for pointing votes. that out. Mr. <laughs> football candidate. All right, guys, so Appreciate your efforts all year. Uh, we are not done. We, We've still got a couple football-related programs we're going to still do for you. We're going to have a Mr. Football discussion and kind of retrospective, a look back at the 11 years, as well as maybe connect with uh, where are they now with some of the guys uh, speaking of Miami, Ohio, which is where Alex Malzoni is. So i we'll have one more year uh, to see if he can... Uh, uh, so keep my fingers crossed yes, that he wins that job next year. Yes, exactly. He feels confident uh, from what I spoke to him, but we'll see if we can get him on the show. It's hard to take four, it, year, it, basically it, four it, years, basically four years off yeah, from playing yeah, and then... It is. jump into a system that you don't know. No doubt about it. Uh, And uh, we will also have a show we're going to do on the early signing period. So we'll talk about some of the guys who are expected to sign, some of the movement that's been happening within recruiting. We'll make sure that we have Alan True included on the program and uh, just kind of give you a preview of what to expect here as the early signing day approaches in just about three weeks. Uh, and I do want to mention, it's very possible that uh, as soon as next week we will have our first hang time podcast because the basketball season has Me been Me and T.J. Done. Kelly last
1: mm-hmm. night spent about two hours okay. on the phone
0: oh, did you? chopping up okay. the, the rankings that we're okay. going
1: to eventually put out for state champs right. and just the, the the level of talent in the state of
0: Michigan right now for basketball is very rich, despite the fact that we've had eight kids leave for prep, prep school. Right, but the, the young man who is who just started his playing career at Ypsil- Lenny Lincoln, Monty Bates. Uh, you want to talk about There's as advertised. From him as advertised, advertised thirty-two already.
1: points in his first in his oh, first game as a high schooler. Number one player in the deal. country in the class of two thousand. Number one in the country. I tell everyone, he's Josh Jackson, who was a number yes. three pick in the NBA draft, yes. but with more athleticism yes. and a much better jump shot. Yes. So Andy, take, Andy was take that and run with it. Owning the court. Yeah.
0: Already, looked he, like, got a, he got he got a like on, a,
1: a senior. He got a tuck on a dunk where he yeah. just went through the lane. Two-handed it. Probably hung on the Mm -hmm. rim a little Mm -hmm. bit too longer, but... Too a little, a little yeah. bit too much, but wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he is
0: he a is he a, uh, a supernova of a talent, and a unicorn? The, and with that said, uh, we will have a high school basketball showcase here on Lawrence Tech. The state champs winter jam happens December twenty second. It's an all day event on Saturday. We've got four games: one girls, three boys games. We've got Country Day and Detroit Edison and girls starting us off. That should be a, a clash of, yeah. of superpowers, first, especially because, because of they won't play again until the playoffs. Now that they're both in Division yeah. Two, Class B state champion versus the class, class C state. Champion. Champion another division, right. You know. now they're they're both in two now. Yep. Uh, Edison is up to two Edison so yeah, yep, yep. so they have to play. Uh, in the playoffs, so that'll be the one chance you will get to see them go at it before the playoffs. be. and a, and on team. that and in, in that game, yeah. you're going to have a half dozen Division One prospects, yeah. including Raquel Jackson, who
1: including is Miss yeah. Basketball front runner, right? Who's going to Darius? Lane one of Ronda the top Mater. three, three state
0: in the country who's who's going to play yeah. at Mississippi state. Uh, Mississippi state, who won the title last year. She got she uh, yeah, right women's title. Yeah, yep. she she bought a bulldog
2: ah.
0: uh,
1: as a pet and brought it to the signing show sure. I, yeah. I
0: love it and uh, we'll have uh, after that we'll have Mount Clemens and uh, Westland John Glenn get together, so some young talent on Mount Clemens, some uh, really young guys. And yeah, Mr. Hanna,
1: team. one of the best
0: uh, freshmen in the state.
1: Absolutely. And over at, uh, at John Glenn, John Glenn, you
0: got uh, Joe <coughs> Moon. Yep, yep. Joe Moon is coming back, senior guard, so that's going to be impressive. We'll have Cass Tech, who has got uh, a bunch Tyson, of new guys. Tyson, McCuff, Khalil yep. Whitehead. Yep, a couple of a couple of guys. They'll be Daniel going on. Daniel Autry. They'll be taking on Ypsilanti. not Ypsilanti Lincoln, but Ypsilanti. But Ypsilanti, he's got yep. one of the best coaches in the business, Steve Brooks. Yep, they've got a, a, one of the French national players. Uh, is a sophomore on the Ypsiline A team, so um wait for that Ypsiline Ypsiline Lincoln game. That's wow. gonna be something else. Yep. And then our our nightcap's gonna be uh, Canton. Uh, with, with B. artist White, B. Artis White mm-hmm. and artist White, Central Michigan going against Grand Rapids Catholic Central, who are finalists uh, from a year Austin ago. Austin Brown, Austin Brown,
1: uh, not to be confused yeah. with yes. Austin Brown. Yeah. Austin Braun is the point guard. He's going up
0: uh, Grand Valley, yeah. Yeah. and they got uh, Baby Bingham. Yeah, uh, Marcus yeah, Bingham's, Bingham's brother, uh, uh, Mikael yeah. Bingham. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, so it's a good thing. Ten dollar ticket, all day ticket. Uh, so uh, think about coming and uh, supporting high school sports, supporting state champs. Uh, we should have some fun stuff going out there. We're going to have trophies for the winners and uh, uh, and uh, it's going to be a great event. We're going to stream these games live as well. Uh, so uh, a lot to get uh, look forward to here in the month of December. We're not just shutting down here before Chris we got a lot going on so make sure you stay with us and uh, follow us on social media email us on the contact page if you have anything to say well we can talk on your comments here as well uh, but we really appreciate uh, everybody supporting state champs we love doing this we're gonna keep doing it and uh, we love the fact that uh, we can do it so we, we love the it, fact that you love it yeah now. and Lawrence Tech hungry Howie's and uh, you know the MHSA thank you for sponsoring these podcasts and getting these problems going so for Kia Ties, we thank her for Scott Bernstein for Matt Mallory. And Sean Belize and I'm Lauren Platt. Thank you so much and we'll see you guys next week.